here it is another episode of the infinite banter podcast welcome in big up for checking out the show my name is mark jolliffe i appreciate everybody who has heard the show and reposted it and told other people about it so thank you so much and uh, this one right here really excited to bring this one to you got a chance to talk to cool kim aka ny oil you remember him from the umc's joints like blue cheese and one to grow on it was just so much fun talking to him man and he's got a new album coming out demo music and you can pre-order that on coolkimumc.com follow him on instagram at coolkim underscore ny oil so check it out it was a long interview this show's called infinite banter so there's no time limit on this i've done shows that have been 30 minutes I've done shows that are two hours. This one's about two hours. So (laughs) get ready to get something to drink, sit back, relax, and listen to me and him just chop it up and talk about hip-hop from the golden era all the way up into the current day. So, so much we talked about his time with the UMCs, stuff he's working on now, and uh, he even maybe got me to like Vanilla Ice. I I, I don't know. I don't know. You have to listen and see what what happened there, but... uh, (laughs) <laughs> definitely check it out also i have to reveal number eight on my top 10 mcs list i'll do that at the back end of the podcast here and uh, also can't forget to tell you you can find the show on podcast.com apple podcast itunes spotify mixcloud google play Castbox, blueberry stitcher and chartable so all those places all the digital platforms you can think of the show is there you can follow the show on Twitter at Infinite Banter. Same goes for Facebook at Infinite Banter. Bug me if you want, DJ Soundwave 75 on Instagram. So before we do anything, before we play music and get into the Cool Kim interview here, the show never begins until you hear my man DMC say this. Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K-I-N-G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter, because we will banter on forever, because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. I be Infinite Banter. Before we talk to Cool Kim, let's go back to 1991 off of Fruits of Nature, UMCs. This is Blue Cheese on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Jeez. 
Drake Cobbs, man, DJ Soundwave, Infinite Banter, official. You're tuned into the Infinite Banter Podcast. I'm Mark Jolliffe, and I am pleased to be joined by my man here. You know him from the UMCs. You know him as NY Oil. New project coming out, demo music. The one and only, the legendary MC himself, Cool Kim, is in the building. What's going on, Cool Kim? What's up, DJ Soundwave? What's the good word, Cat? Oh, the good word is that you're here to talk about this demo music album and talk about your career and come on the podcast. And I'm more than honored to have you come on here and uh, and bless us and the people listening about uh, what you're doing and everything you've done in the past. I mean, I'm excited for the opportunity, brother. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, like I said, thank you because you represent the first person to interview me as Cool Kim the soloist, you heard? Right. So that's a big look to me, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, I think, you know, I think about um, a story I heard about LL Cool J that your son is like, you know, say what you want about him in his career or whatever. But what I know for a fact about son has been that over the years, whenever he would put out a new project, he'd start from where he started. Like he go to Teddy Ted Awesome Tool. He go to Wild Man Steve radio show. Like he go to all the, you know, all of the original places, all of the college radio, all the underground stuff that he had hit from I can't live without my radio. Man. You know, he, he re engaged everything as if I'm starting from the beginning to reach the higher point. And so I really that's I, I when I heard that story I took that to heart. And so I'm always very honored and appreciative of the opportunity to talk to all my brothers and sisters that are in radio and in uh, in uh, media in general, because I understand that if we really looked at hip hop as a culture, then there would be a fifth or a sixth element, which would be at this point its media component and the vital uh, role that media plays, hip hop media plays in the perpetuation of this culture. And then sometimes in some cases, and it's failings and shortcomings. So, yeah, I'm happy to be here because you heard. No doubt. Thank you. Appreciate it for sure, man. And, and speaking on what you just said, when the UMCs are first coming up and you and Hazji got together, where were some of the places you guys first got notoriety or got your start or people started to get an ear for you guys where you had to put out your music and start to get some recognition? Well, you know, funny enough, being from Staten Island, well, some of y'all may know it's Shaolin, if you, you know, right. Wu-Tang fans. 
Um, <clears throat> well, being from Staten Island, you would think that, you know, uh, conventional wisdom would make you say, yo, you must have came out, do your thing in Staten Island, da 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 But I think like most people that come from small towns, and even though Staten Island was, is pretty big, it still was a small town mindset because it was basically like six neighborhoods and, you know, it was just small, you know what I'm saying? Um, our real blow up was in the, was in the Bronx and in, um, uptown. We used to do it. We used to do a show every Wednesday at this club called one West, uh, on one West, 125th street. Owned by this dude, um, Crispin Blake McRae, who would end up opening a record label called rough luxury records where we would put our first song out, which was called Invaders in My Fruit, Fruit Basket. And then we had another song on that compilation record called Party Styling. And so, yeah, that was that's where we got to start. But we was doing shows there every Wednesday. And, you know, it got good on us. Like, we really, like, you know, to this day, we're known as really great performers. And I really learned my chops as a performer to be on stage at One West, doing those stage shows, you know, doing those shows. There was no stage. It was just... A straight up and down floor, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you know how you know, you know it's one thing to perform <laughs> on stage in front of like twelve people. It's another thing to perform at the same floor level as twelve people. Like oh, <laughs> yo, your whole mind changes <laughs> how you go on like from you know what I'm saying? Like it's like yo, how do I even do this? But you know, I think that that's where the chops come in. Like that I think that yeah. might be something that like this generation of hip hop is missing is that 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 gauntlet that you went through, you know, the gauntlet of like, yo, I had to perform it. Yo, the, sh the, the show that got us on, we did it at the Bronx, right? Stu Fine, the owner of Wild Pitch Record, came to see us perform at a, I want to say a school or some kind of thing, a church or some kind of thing in the Bronx. And the stage was a bunch of lunch tables taped together. Wow, we're like, yeah, yeah. And as we was doing the show, the tape severed, the, the, the lunch table started to spread apart. So we were jumping from table to table. Like I was jumping from table to table. I was, you know, I, I have gymnastics background, you know what I'm saying? So I'm jumping from table to table, like, oh, you know, because in my mind, I'm like, yo, I'm going to give it all the way up. There's no way. And it was all like 10, 15. You know, at that time, you get lucky if you could get 30 people at a show, you know what I'm saying? And it wasn't like the internet was there either. So make a long story short, man. Yeah, you know, we was giving it up. Yo, that just, that really it would make you a great artist. Like, that that sort of gauntlet that you got to go through to get on. Not just, like, you know, just being strong on the internet, but being able to face-to-face -to -face with people, connect with people, and make them dig what you're doing, you know, from that stage, you know? Like, a lot of people ain't know who we was when we went on our first tour. we jump on that joint and do it, you know? I'd be afraid one of those tables giving out on you, man. It'd be like like a wrestling thing. We'd fall right through it. Oh, man, if that had did that, I'd just went straight Hulk Hogan on them brothers. You heard? I'd have been like, brother, what are you going to do, brother? You would have powerbombed Haas G right on there. <laughs> I'd have just went right with it, kid. I'd have went right with it because that's all like, I could have done. I'm a performer, man. I'm an entertainer, oh, man. man. Like, that's, you know, and that's another little thing. You know, so much to talk about, you feel me? So pardon me if I ramble, but it's just so many things, right? So, like, I right, so I'm a, I'm, a, I'm going to segue to something else, like, you know, kind of, like, fast forward to, you know, UMC's caught a tough break because at the time that we was getting our, our shot, you know, there was a transition from what they was calling happy rap, right? Like, y'all, yeah, you know, just yeah. smiling in the door, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So, but the thing was, was, like, the way I come from, you know, you know, I realize how, like, now, even as I'm saying it, like, you know, I'm like an old time almost, you know what I'm saying, in some ways, you feel me? Um, that I grew up watching 
like them song and dance, like you know the, the old show movies, like you know okay. the Fred Astaire movies and the singing in the rain, like stuff like that used to come on to like that influenced me growing up. You understand? Know like that was what was coming on TV, you know, singing in the rain and the, you know, all them type so of joints like that. Performances, yeah, like that. real. Okay. Like well, you had to be a song and dance man right. to get on. Like when I was coming up, like that's back when. What's my son's name? Um, I want to say Nipsey Russell, but it's not Nipsey Russell. It's um, I know everybody named Molly. You mean Nipsey Hustle? No, I'm not talking about the rap. I'm talking about the dude that he got his name <laughs> they from. They don't even know who that is, dude. They don't even know who that is. But like that, the, um, yeah, it was. It's, ah, man, I can't think of that. What's the dude they used to play? Geraldine, JG, Flip Wilson show. Oh, Boom. right here, talk show and everything. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, he had a show back yeah. then. You know, cat, come on there, Sunny and Cher show. Remember Sunny and Cher had a yeah. show. That's right. Yo, you had, you Variety know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like I, might, I, I might be dating myself. I might be dating you too. I don't know. If you, <laughs> I'm in my 40s. You remember man, these so things? About the okay, same. cool. <laughs> so you remember, like, you remember Cher, the Sonny and Cher show? Next year. Remember when the Jackson 5 had a show for like a, for a hot second? That and Richard the Pryor had a show. Too. Yeah, Richard Pryor. Oh, the you Richard Pryor show. The Osmonds. Slept on big time. The Osmonds. Yeah, all those variety shows so, where they come out. Yeah, so that's uh, how that was Smothers back Brothers. in the day. You had a good, yeah, the Smothers Brothers was a good show. They had to join. It was, and um, laughing. I mean, all of them good shows where cats didn't just do one thing. Like, you had to be able to sing, you had to be able to dance. You had to be able to deliver a joke. You either was a, you either could deliver a joke or you was a great straight man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you had to be, I mean, you had to be able to play an instrument or two. You know, you had to, you had, and if you dance, you had to be able to tap dance. You had to be able to do a little contemporary jazz. You know, like you had to be able to do your thing. You know, and so I grew up watching that, and I also learned, you know, these entertainers. You smiled when you were on stage because that smile was meant to make it look effortless. Right. Like this is nothing to me. I could do this. You know, so that was the ethic that I brought into the music. So when we took pictures and stuff like that, you know, I was bringing that vibe to 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 the thing. You know, it just backfired on me, though, because it was, you know, that, that, you know, times changed. And the way that they had marketed us, uh, it just wasn't conducive to the changing environment. And so that's just how it was in them days, man. Yeah, you can see the difference between the first album and the second album, for sure, with you guys. Well, you know, that's that's interesting, too. Now, here's another thing. This is, you know, here, and I said in my promo that those that may be tuning in, Y'all seen the promo I said I was gonna answer some of the questions that y'all all <laughs> the burning had. questions, yeah. Yeah, some of the burning questions. So the burning question a lot of people have was like, yo, what's up with the UMCs, man? You know what I'm saying? These cats, they go from blue cheese and one to grow on and all of this in the third. And then next thing you know, now they on the second album, they you know, cursing in the album and carrying on and sounding all, you know, all raspy voice and all this, you know what I'm saying? He's trying to sound all hard, then then that. All right. I'm going to try to explain this without posturing because that's not my intent. I don't want to be talking like, yo, you don't know how we get down. You don't know. Let me explain it a different way. Here's what, what it what it is. Let's look, first look at what the first album was called, you know what I'm saying, Fruits of Nature. It was supposed to be spelled F, Fruits and Of was supposed to be spelled U-V. And Nature was supposed to be spelled, obviously, this is the way it's supposed to be spelled. Um, so the acronym would have been FUN. You dig? Oh, cool, cool. I got you. Okay. They didn't do that. They spelled the fruits of OF, so you you would miss that. But the other side of that was is that we were also both heavily influ influenced by the nation of Islam. So there's the fruit of Islam, which is, you know, the FOI. That was what we were trying. It was an allusion to fruits of Islam, fruits of nature. You know what I'm saying? So 
Um, and so we was being our natural self. Now, me and Haas was both, you know, got knowledge of self. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it wasn't that we were being particularly, you know, we weren't being hard on the, on the, on the first album. We were just building and we were very influenced by the native tongues and like that. So, you know, it was it was definitely like our audition tape to get into the native tongues type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, come the second album, though, here's the thing that most fans don't get you know and this is going to be ill for those fans that are like really serious about the music and stuff maybe it may, it may trip you out if you think about it pay attention all right yeah so check <laughs> it out so the first you know you get a new group comes out boom they drop their first single back in them days it took about three to four months for a single to get worked you know what I'm saying? you had to work that joint for a good minute too, before, yeah. yeah you know what i mean and so three or four months you hear the first single it's doing rocking to go to number one, do what it's going to do with number one for as long as it's going to do it. And then they move on to the second single. The second single will take another three or four months for them to work that they're working at the radio. They try and get it in a position. This isn't, it's not the point and click age. This is the, you know, boots on the ground age. You know what I mean? This is the, you know, go to every record store in the community and sign autographs and go to the mall and do walkthroughs. Just ain't, you know, just carry on on, facebook and twitter beef you know what i mean it's a different vibe you know what i mean so you're talking about three months to develop another single all right boom now we got six months right now hey so you got three months for the first joint three months for the second month second joint six that's uh six months third single another three or four months boom that's another now you're nine months we almost had a year all right you're doing whatever residual shows you got. You're going whatever tours. You're doing whatever's going on. It's going on. Let's call it about a year and a half all said and done. You know what I'm saying? Before you're really in the studio doing your thing. Now, during that time frame, speaking, of, I'm taking a, book, uh, a page out of my own life notebook. My grandmother passed. You heard? My brother was off at war or something like that. How it went. It was like it was crazy. Like, well, you know, was, I had a daughter. You know what I'm saying? I'm the first child is born. You understand what I'm saying? You know, right, right. Um, you know, so now I'm having these very life-changing things going on in me. But even worse is that the relationship with Wild Pitch was so horrible. You understand? Like oh. it was it was just horrible. Like it was it was uh it was the typical, you know, rapper's gonna get jerked, you're never gonna get paid for making music, but right. hey, you get at least to be get at least get to be famous. And that's all well and cool, but what a lot of people don't understand is the need for sustainability. Like, how do I make that that happy record when I made that first happy record and I was living at my mother's house and life was pretty much all right, you know what I'm saying? Everything was cool. Right. And now I'm living on my own. I'm trying to maintain. I got a family of my own. Try to do what I got to do. You've reached a certain status that you're trying to maintain now. Not even right. a status, man. I'm just trying to survive. Got you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm an adult trying to survive and do it and do my adulting you know what I'm saying and, before and, it was called that and, yeah <laughs> and adulting was hard in them days you heard oh, man. when you're not getting paid for the records that you do you're getting to run around by the label all kind of stuff is going on wow it, i mean we went through so many crazy things and then being the type of group that we were we generally were very much loved but you know what happens is that it's not the love that you remember you remember the incidents so there would be incidents to go on where we would have to show that nah, son, we not this is, we happy to make this music. I'm proud to be making these songs. Yo, I made these beats on. I was making some of these songs was made on lunch on a lunchroom table. Some of these songs was made over the phone with my man's, like listening to the beat on the tape deck, like oh, you know, right. having a good time. You understand? 
yeah, we was happy to do that, but we wasn't soft. It was just having a good time like you're supposed to have when you get an opportunity to sing that rhyme that you made in the lunchroom with your boys and you actually gonna be saying this and singing this on Soul Train in front of the Soul Train dance like a what? You supposed <laughs> if you're not smiling because of that, you might have a serious problem, Chief. You feel me? Right, yeah. So, <laughs> that doesn't make any but, sense right there, man. <laughs> but come the second album, you know, if you listen to the music, right, and I would tell you and, and anybody listening, you can go and Go on YouTube and pull up uh, Swing It to the Area, UMCs. There's a remix, all right? <clears throat> I think it's called the uh, Sideshow, Slideshow Bob Remix, something like that. In that remix, you're going to hear me say, y'all going to make me do what I didn't want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling you that what's going on, how people are treating us, is going to make me do what I don't want to do. Now, what people don't know is that I started off as really a battle rapper. That was my thing. Like, yo, I'm what's up? I was traveling all over the place battling people. A lot of people will never tell you that they got that work from the kid. I have destroyed many an MC. You heard? You know what I mean? Like, leaving, I, bodies, yo, leaving bodies in the dust, huh? Yeah, really. This real talk. Like, you know, and I'm sure this past going to be like, whatever. Fam, trust me. This is why you don't hear me on a lot of features right now. Because, right, yo, I've done a few features over this last year that cats thought it was going to be sweet and not demolish their shit. And they didn't want to and they didn't want to put it out because it was like, yo, this dude, how am I explaining the blue cheese dude? Give me that work. Right. You understand? Right. But pull up anything you've <laughs> Anyway, I digress. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sound like that. You know what I mean? No, go ahead, about, man. You can do what you, you want here, man. No, nah, but <laughs> you know what it is? Don't hold back. <laughs> it's, it, it, you know, it's not a hold back. It's, you know what it is, fam? It's more like, you know, the vibe I'm on, the wave I'm on is the right. wave I should be on. Gotcha. Which is making mood music because I really love making hip-hop music. I really love rhyming. Yo, I really love being in the cypher. You know, a friend of mine tells a story about me that I, I, I didn't even remember it until he told it to me again recently. About one time we was going to Paula Perry's house. She was having a birthday party in Brooklyn and we was in some projects of another. Me, I'm so, you know, just, you know, I just be doing my thing. I ain't even know where I was at. You know what I mean? Me and my man and a few other cats we walking through the projects. Cats form on us. You understand? Like, yo, who these cats? I'm like, you know, I'm all willy-nilly, like, hey, man, what's happening? Yo, I'm saying we going to this one house, go to the da 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 Oh, you this cat from there? Yeah. What's up? Me and you flow. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Boom. So, you know, we all rhyming together. But see, I'm not, I, you know, even though I'm a battle MC, I don't believe in disrespecting people. Like, that's not what I'm doing. I'm more of a cypher MC. I think it would probably be a better term. So, you know, we cypher. I'm like, yeah, you know, we, we just rocking out. We rocking out so hard the cops come. Oh, damn. One of the dudes, like, you could tell he was the boss of the situation. Is like, yo, he say some line, like, yo, if the cops try to fire, maybe shooting them up, and then that. Yo, we were just all wilding out, but we was having a good time. The time we finished ciphering, man, they walking me up to, yo, you good, man? Come on up, nigga. Man, they walked me into the, into the party. I'm chilling, having a good time. I'm in the, in the room with all the girls just hanging out. But I'm just chilling, because that's really what it is. Like, yo, I'm just chilling, fam. Like, I'm just chilling. I'm trying to have a good time. You know what I mean? I'm trying to have a, some fun. They even realize you know you what I'm saying? when you're coming into that party, they even know that you're cool, Kim, from UMCs. They have any cool... Well, you know, a lot of times people don't be knowing I am who I am because right. I don't really, like, I'm not that kind of a dude. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, I, and you know, I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't even say that it requires arrogance. I just don't think that I am, um, people have not seen me that much. 
Gotcha. So a lot of times I could I could just move about and people don't really know it's me because I don't you know what I'm saying so that's and I'm cool with that and then it's sometimes y'all driving up the 495 in Maryland right you live in Maryland man me and my kids and my wife in the car and yo this dude will pull up alongside me you know this is years and years later I'm talking this is like <laughs> 10 15 years later right. son like yo he's looking at me pointing at me like yo he's doing this like his this, this hand motion with his hands along his his hair like to say yo like you know when I used to have the hair like the yeah, the, 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 the thing he had the Jimmy like, Butler yo, back then like yo like you point at me I'm like yo and I pointed at me like ah! And I'm like, oh, son of God, he recognized me. Yo, it bugged me out. Yo, the UPS dude that come to my house now, he be like, yo, son. Every time he see me, he hit me with a line, yo. 360 degrees from blue cheese, baby. Oh, I be like, my man. man. So it's bugged out. And you still Who remember that. That's awesome. Me? Yeah, that's awesome. You yeah, that. you know. But it's like, to me, I, you know what it is? There's this movie called Being John Malkovich, right? Oh, yeah, of course, right. You familiar with that movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I no, usually Malkovich reference this. Most people uh, Yeah, I know, right? I usually, I usually... <laughs> mention this movie nobody knows the reference but um in that movie right as you know john malkovich is getting put like he's basically you could go walk through a little hole and pop up and be in john malkovich's brain and then you can experience what his life is like you oh, understand i see where you're going here okay for me it's being cool kim for me it's being ny oil all the while i'm kim sharpton i'm me you know what i'm saying so i don't really lose the realization that Yo, son, this is like, yo, son, I used to just be, I used to just, you know, make beats on the lunchroom table. You know what I mean? And these are rhymes that I, yo, I, these, I still got my rhyme books from all them years ago. These are rhymes that a kid wrote that, yo, people come up to you and say, yo, fam, yo, that song want to go on, son. Yo, blue cheese, yo, fruits of nature, yo, morals. Yo, that got me through college, son. Like, yo, so you don't even know I was going through a hard time. Or, yo, you know, I was different back then. But, yo, y'all was, yo, y'all stuff, man. It made me feel like, you know what I'm saying? I felt like I belong to something. And I don't, yo, fam, that's not something to be scoffing at. Like, it, you have to be an incredibly arrogant person not to have somebody say that to you and then not touch your spirit. I've seen grown men come upon, come upon me and, you know, shed a you know, little, little tear come out their eye, man, man. because... The times that they was living in, man, that music got them through, man. And that's like, you can't, you know, that's that that's still fam. I mean, you know, I, I wish that I was, you know, I had maybe in them times I had more success financially. Man, so like, you know, really like that's like something I could bring to my creator. Like, yo, God, like I, I may have done some messed up stuff, but son, <laughs> that talent you gave me. That talent you gave me, yo, I did do some good stuff with it, man. I did do some positive things with that ability. Like I ain't just I ain't just squander that. You know, like and that and I'm I'm thankful for that, man. Like I don't I don't lose sight of that. That's some, I think that, you know, you should do things that you could be proud of when it's all said and done. And I'm proud of who I am as a person. Like I think I'm a good guy. You know what I mean? I think I I, I you know, I did the best I could as a father. I tried to make good music for people. You know what I'm saying? I try to be a decent husband. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, you know, I try to be, you know, do positive stuff in the community whenever the opportunity presents itself. And I try to pe treat people with the same respect and, 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 and compassion that I would want people to treat me if I was in their position or just, just in general. I want for myself what I think I, I want for myself. Rather, I want for others what I want for myself. You feel me? So that's, that's why I see it that when I remember them things in them instances, you know? And in this era we're living in, we need more of that, to be honest. It seems like that whole thing has kind of gone by the wayside, people treating people like that. Uh, 
seems like things have changed a little bit. I want to talk about Wild Pitch for a minute. That roster was serious. You had Gangstar, Ultra Magnetic, OC, Main Source. How, did you guys know each other, all those groups that were on the same label with you? Were you guys running mates? You guys tour together, anything like that? Well, I'll tell you this. DJ Premier is largely responsible for us getting signed to Wild Pitch. Really? Premier heard our, our, our demo and... The way I understand it is he was the person that was like, yo, him and Guru were like, yo, yeah. That's the way I understand. I don't know exactly how that went. House know that better than me. But yeah, my understanding is that's that's how that went. You know what I mean? But I do know that they're responsible for it. You know what I mean? They were on there first. We hung out with them a couple of times, but not like, yo, that was our people's like that. Right. OC, that's that's my good brother. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, I, you know I, don't, I don't really have a lot of quote unquote rap friends. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, that had, that wasn't my experience in hip hop where I got hung out with a lot of cats from the industry. It wasn't like that. And again, the way that we were kind of marketed, I think that in a perfect world, we would have been a very huge pop hip hop group. And again, like I said, the tide was changing. So it kind of that and, you know, the team that we had, you know, the management and all that kind of team, it didn't, it just wasn't conducive to us meeting a lot of people. But like, I tell you, like, AMG, who I met all the two times, I hung out with him maybe oh, two wow. or three times in my life. You know that y'all may know him. Your bitch better have my money song. You know what I'm saying? Ride. Yeah, some classics. Yeah, yeah, that's my man. Even though I own, I, I like I said, that's my man's because I remember him fine. Like that's my man's. I got if I see him again and if I could do anything for him, that's somebody I'm gonna bang with him because he was just the, the coolest, funnest dude to hang out with. Me, he was so much fun to hang out with, man. He was experiencing it like I was experiencing it. Like you know what I mean? Just it was an adventure. So hanging out with him, when I would see him, it would, we would just have a bunch of laughs. Like, you know, Curious George is another cat that I got a lot of love for that, you know, again, I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm a family man, so I live my life in my, you know, with my family. So I ain't really do all that hanging out with cats and trying to be up under dudes that way, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, a lot of times, you know, if people ain't from your grain, you ain't really going to be all up under cats just because y'all both entertainers it's like all right yes yeah, i don't really know you like that you know what i mean but all that notwithstanding curious george another dude man i had a lot of good times with. i had you know when i would see him i have a lot of fun with him man you know what I'm saying good dude um chip fool fool schnickens you know that's uh, i brought him to canada one time when that's somebody actually like he's about as close as i could say to being like a, my rap friend like this is somebody that i've known for many, many years and has always kind of been consistently around and, you know, I can call at him at any point, you know what I'm saying? And I've spoken to him, you know, off the friend, off the rap tip, just on some, what up, something's good type of thing. So him, you know what I mean? And um, that's like, you know, I'm talking about in them days, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Back in like you know, 90, 91, 92, 93, that era, right? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, Large P, you know, they ain't really went like, all right, so Large Professor, I, you know, at them times, they ain't really was fucking with us like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they wasn't really that. I, you know, and the thing was, I think it was like a two-sided sword because it's like, yo, you know, you know, again, you know, they the cool factor. Like, you know, the cool factor was supposed to be more dangerous than it was fun. Um, and we was more fun, but what it was was we had to open on tour. And UMC used to tear that shit down. Like, yo, people weren't even knowing our songs. And this was at the time that Live at the Barbecue was hitting. Oh, Nas. So, you know. Nas introduced to the world on that one. That's <laughs> Yes. So, now, here's another one. Y'all know how, uh, y'all know that line in the takeover that Jay-Z says, 
I showed you your first tech um, on tour with Large Professor. Then I heard your album about the Mac on your dress or something like that, right? Right. You know that line I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's a fact. Yeah. I know, and I know the gun he's talking about because I saw that gun. Oh. You understand? Like, 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 I saw this. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's crazy. Like, when I heard that, y'all was living in D.C., uh, Maryland at the time, D.C. metro area, you know, so I was living in Maryland, Temple Hills, Maryland. Boom. And that was when this was all going on. And so from my perspective, I'm like, yo, Daisy's telling something because, yo, this is, son is telling, the like, he's, 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 son got receipts on this. Like, this is all facts. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, my God. Because I was there. Because what happened was, it was a DC show. There's too many stories, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, go ahead. DC, I'm, you know I'm kicking back, man. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, right. The DC. We, we had, we had, all right, so we went from Florida, like Miami, and this was our first tour, man. So this was our first time really going anywhere. And so, you know, I remember that, man. We, we that. Yo, anybody out there listening to these stories, fam? I hope that they are like, you know, I hope that the what I'm sharing is like inspiring to whoever should hear this. Because and whoever out here listening now, because, uh, yo, these are amazing things, man. Like, these are amazing things to experience. And at the time, at 19, 20 years old, to be a young black man in America having these experiences, you know, in the early 90s and 90s modern times, but it's still, man, it was it was still unique. You know what I mean? Like, it's an amazing thing that to be doing what I was doing and then wake up one day, you know, get on a bus, fall asleep wake up and the bus is pulling into you're going into Miami, man. And y'all going to a hotel. You've never been to this place before in your life, man. You look off the you go in your hotel room. It's like, yo, you're waiting for somebody to be like, oh, no, it's a mistake. You guys got to come back. We didn't, you guys are, you're waiting for somebody to say that to you at any right. point. Like at any point, somebody's going to, going to, going to come and pull us off the bus, man. And be like, right. it's a mistake. You guys can't come or this thing has been canceled. It's not going to happen. And they didn't. And it was real. And we, we wake up, you know, we, we at our hotel room, man, me and my man, we look off the off the terrace, uh, the, the balcony of the uh the hotel room we were standing and was looking right off. You could see the the uh the the you could see the the um ocean. And it was like, wow, son, you know what I'm saying? I mean I just gave him a hug, man. We just hugged each other, like, yo, we did it, son. We did it. You know what I'm saying? And I went outside and went into the ocean and lost my wallet. And that was what We should have been a harbinger of what was to come, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I went from a high to a low. You understand? Oh, man. But anyway, back to the story. We started, from, we started in Florida, right? If anybody and finds that go, wallet, by the way, please yeah, return bring it. it back, man. I love to see that track. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm sure there wasn't no money in it, so you ain't got to uh, Maybe you some just rhymes bring it back or something. It's an idea, a kid with an escrow at the time. You're now, nah, but you know, I, I go from um, we go from Florida, you know what I'm saying, and I think from uh, uh, Miami to Dayton, Daytona, from Daytona we in um, Atlanta, Atlanta we go to North Carolina. This is like your first South road trip Carolina. ever in your life, right? First this is a, this a tour. Like this? This, yeah. this is the one and only tour UMC's was on. And you, as a and person, was, you've never probably done anything like this, right? Going from city nah. to city. So this is. I mean, I've traveled totally, around. Fortunately, yeah. I've you know I had been as far as maybe North Carolina. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I had spent time in D.C. hanging out with my mom. So you know, I had them kind of things. You know what I'm saying? My mother. You know, you know, I was, I wasn't um, one of the people that their whole life is around the block they live in. That wasn't my life. You know what I'm saying? I, I was, I was destined to be 
someone that was going to travel and see stuff because that was just always in my nature. But that notwithstanding, this was that moment that I'm doing this as my own man, as my own person, you know, not on the strength of out there with my mother and nothing like that. I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, it's an isekai type of thing. Man. I like, it's like waking up one day, you, you know, you was <laughs> you like, you know, them, them, them uh, animes where the cat's chilling and he get, he get trapped <laughs> into another world. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he's an OP character too. So he's like, yo, I'm overpowered too. Like, yo, I got all this. Yo. That's what it was like. It, that's, you know, in retrospect, it's what it felt like. Um, so, you know, again, we traveled up to, to through the North Carolina and then we made ourselves to the way to, I think we did a Virginia state and then we went to um, DC to do Howard. And when we went to Howard, um, again, you know, I wasn't really for all the carrying on, like whatever everybody was doing that was negative. Like I wasn't buying none of that drinking and smoking and none of that wasn't my way. Right. Um, Cause I was more into the, you know, I was a purist like, yo, I want to focus on my rhymes and I got to stay in shape for my show. Like that's how I was giving it up. Anyway, make a long story less long. Somebody messed with somebody's girl. All right. Oh, oh. I don't know who, Exactly. So, I mean, you know, I, I can't remember verbatim, so I'm not going to try to say, yo, this was who it was. I got a good idea right. who it was, but I ain't going to put them out no, there and be okay. wrong. <laughs> All right. So, that I won't be liable to me. That one me or that, I, I don't man. want this to be the last one I do here, my last Yeah, show, yeah, so. you know, but <laughs> let me tell you, like, yo, just that too. Now, but um, somebody messed with somebody, girl, yeah, and have it when whatever cash try to bum rush the tour bus or the or the hotel or whatever. What I know for a fact is Jay-Z and Harry Fobbs, rest his soul, was who shut that shit right down. Yeah, like, you know, it was a little scuffles or whatever, but yeah, Jay-Z shut that shit down. Yeah, like, this is what I know to be true. You understand? And and my man Quaz was like, yo, son, he called me up. Like, now Quaz is my man. This is one of the funniest people I know. And he was like, he was who kept us, everybody like liking us because he was so funny. And he was the most, like one of the most street, you know, he was the more street character of us. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, he was the one that would like, he was the one that made everybody could mess with us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, him and my man C, you know, them two that, that were both dancers, quote unquote, but they, that, that was, they was just, that's what they role was just so they could be with us. You know what I'm saying? Quaz had to share a room with Jay-Z because this was the first time that they would be performing live at the barbecue and we were on tour with main source um umcs and jazz jazz oh, wow. man i'd love to see that show <laughs> That'd be so, something. i got it on videotape man i meant to put it on um online one day oh. um so they have um so jazz was bringing jay-z down to do hawaiian sophie right paul had brought down uh uh, Nas and um, Nick the Exotic. Yeah, I think that whoever was in on the barbecue song and Akineli. and Akineli, Yeah, yeah. Who is who is actually Haas's cousin? Oh, is that right? You know what I'm saying? That. Okay. So yeah, they 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 um they blood cousins. You know what I'm saying? So they came down. So this was this day. Like this is all this is going on in this particular show. You understand? So this is the first time all of this is happening on this tour. They had not been with us in the other dates. And so that's when all of this brouhaha goes on. It was a crazy night, but yeah, that's actual facts. And that line, 
that line that you talking about, that's real. Like that's so that's a little hip hop trivia that there that went on. So, and he, so my man, I was trying to say that my man Quasi called me up to the the room that they were sharing. So come up here, I want you to see something. So you know, I go running up there, figuring it's gonna be something funny going on. And because they was in there, both of them is so like they both was. Yo, yo, Jay Z's a hilarious dude, son. Like these dudes are both hilarious. You know, it's funny how mad dangerous people is hilarious, yo. That's a, just a side note, man. A lot of dangerous people are really funny people, okay? Like they, they're really humorous, but they could be wild, dangerous, son. Like you, you would never know. Like yo, you could really get yourself murdered in this world playing with somebody thinking that they're funny. And like thinking they a joke or a clown because they funny. I keep thinking of Goodfellas right now. The more you talk, yeah, it's some <laughs> real Joe Pesci shit, yo. Yeah. It's really that shit. Like you would really, if you don't know how to mind yourself, you will find yourself swimming in deep waters with people in this world, man. Because some people is so funny, like humorous, and will on a dime turn, and you'll be like, yo, this dude, I could, I could have got killed just now. Like you don't, you don't, you don't even be knowing how close you are to death. You know what I'm saying? You know, there but for the grace of God go you. But anyway, he was like, yo, I came up to the room, you know what I'm saying? We all joking around. So I said, yo, he's like, yo, Jay, show him, show him. And Jay-Z flips up the the the, the mattress and there goes the, the Mac-10 or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the, the gun caliber was at that time, I ain't really know much about guns. But yeah, that, that was, huh? Yeah. Yep. There, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and hopefully uh, it's still not there. <laughs> Underneath yeah, well, yeah. Now nah, I think he, nah, he left it for room service. That was his tip. That's how we did before he didn't know that. You leave a gun or you leave some bullets. Either one or two. Hey. And if, <laughs> it's with the wallet. It's, it's in the ocean with the wallet. Yeah. No, the wallets are for the ocean, so they're not for the they for the sharks. You know what I'm saying? They're not for the they're not for the the, the, the hotel service. Nah, oh, not at all. Man. Friend of the show, Tony O. T. He's been on the show, podcast before, and he wanted me to ask you: Did you guys ever get confused at Ultra Magnetic MCs because of the name similarities? Yes. Yes, and you know what's ill about that? I, yo, it's my word, is mine. Like, you know, I've heard over the years, especially when the internet got fired up, you know, people are saying, like, oh, they, you know, they snap in the third, you know what I'm saying? Um, yo, in all honesty, I never, yo, I'm a, all right, first off, I'm a big fan of ultra magnetic MCs from back in the day. MCs, ultra magnetic, magnetic, yeah. MCs, ultra. That right there was like, that's, that's in my, yeah. Yeah. that's, that's in the psalm of my hip hop Bible. You understand? Like, that's, Yo, critical breakdown is a vital part of hip hop to me. You heard? Yes. Without I doubt. never even made the connection I never till did years I'll later yeah. that ultra magnetic MCs, UMCs, right? Said G, Hosh G, oh. Cool Kim, Cool Keith. I is. never even put that together till later on. Like, I was like, yo, yo. Yo, there was just this dude, like, right? I forget what this dude's name is, man. I always see him from time to time, man. I think his name is Keith or something like that. I'm not sure his name, man. But I always see this dude, man. You know what I'm saying? And he's not actually a member of Ultra Magnetic. I think he's just one of their peoples, you know what I'm saying? But he would always yell, I'm so and so from Ultra, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? I think he was trying to press us. But again, like I said, you know, I'm one of these cats that, like, you know, I'm not really vibing with you on that negative shit, you know what I'm saying? So I was too busy, like, oh, what's up, man? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? You know, and I just turned him. So that for every time I was seeing, we just would hang out, like, what I'm saying? You know, we just have a good time, like, you know what I'm saying? That's awesome. 
So that, but I never met none of them brothers. You know what I'm saying? But I, you know, if they should happen to listen to this, yo, fam, I ain't, you know, I ain't not hope that we had no negative impact with y'all career because right. that was not the intentions, man. Like I ain't even science that shit. You know what I mean? Like that was just one of them things. That's like, you know, how it just this is. It was like, yo, so it's like it's like a woman going into a party and another woman got the same dress on. It's like, yo, same day you got the same dress on. I didn't even, how can you know? You know what I'm saying? Like. What you should have knew, but I didn't. I didn't even. Years later, try to figure that out, man. And now the hip hop nerds just be like, "Well, Ultra uh, Magnetics, well, they wore the dress better." You know, they, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, of course. You know, but actually, they didn't know. That's that's the whole thing, though. <laughs> Anytime y'all want to see me and Cool Keep on the on the track. I'll sort that out for y'all. I'll get y'all sorted out on that, dog. You know, anytime, anytime anybody y'all think could get at the kid. Yo, y'all put y'all, bro, we do like a Patreon thing and we could like raise the money so that we could pay every all parties and Because, you know, I'll, I'll do it for free. But them cats, so, you know, they're going to be, you know, they're going to give you a song and dance. Boom. We'll put the bread up. We'll do a track together and then we'll see what we see. Anytime anybody wants to do that, Man. anybody that you want to do that with. And now you will see what it really is. And that's not, and again, I'm not saying that like it's not arrogance. Actually, it's something that we should have been doing as hip-hop a long time ago. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Especially with the advent of stuff like Patreon and, and, and GoFundMe's. Like, why we should do more of that where it's like, yo, fam, yo, let's, yo, I want to hear, you know, UMCs and Dots Effects. Now, UMCs ain't fucking with Dots Effects. All right, well, let's see what they could do. Let's put that joint in the air and right. see what happened. And then you'd be like, oh, shit, this is, yo, that shit was crazy. <laughs> you, you know, like, we grown now. So since we, you know, we men and women now, we men and women with jobs and pensions and all kind of shit, retirement funds, yo, take a couple of dollars and put stuff into that. Like, hip-hop is different now. It's not where you wait for an album to come out because you wait for some A&R to say it's okay for that to come out. Nah, man, you could get on somebody's Facebook or they, they, they freaking Instagram account and be like, you know, just like you reached out to me, like, yo, son, I'm trying, what's up? You come on a joint? You like what? Yeah, son. But why not? Let's do that shit. Fuck it. And you know we could do that stuff. Yes. Like, and I say we because in this essence we're all fans, right? So why true, don't we do true. shit like that? True. And the fans like myself, man, we 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 would kill to see a cool Keith and cool Kim track. That would be that would be crazy. And cool Keith comes out here to Chicago every Christmas. Uh, but I think five years in a row now. There's an arcade here. Uh, it's like an it's adult like bar, but they have arcade games from the '80s. And Cool Keith. Does what is it like? A, this was like what a, like a uh, uh, what's it called? Like a it's Dave called, and Buster's. Uh, kind of, but it's more like like a dive at the same time. It's called Logan oh. Arcade and Hardware, and they and it's it's like Pac Man and Frogger and Centipede games. Like All that. the original joints. Yeah, and I've seen two of his shows there. Uh, I think wow. last year he had Bushwick Bill, rest in peace, was there with him too. But uh, yeah, that's another thing that was cool with me, man. Oh, Bushwick? like that's a yeah, yeah man. I, I was I was sad when I heard he passed. Yeah. Bushwick Bill was a dude that yo, again, a, you know, you see cast when you saw him. You did a show here. You went to the rap convention there. You would see cast. Bushwick Bill would run up on me like he knew me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, and I remember the first time I saw him, he ran up on me like he knew me, like, yo, like we had hung out before. Yo, what up, man? Yeah, what's up? Yo, push me, bro. Shit, what up, man? Yo, yo, da, 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 da. yo, and he would talk to you like, yo, like, I swear to God, yo, to this day, I don't know how to, I don't know where I know this dude from. You know what I'm saying? Other than, you know, other than knowing who he is, right. I, I, yo, where I know this? Like, do we, have we met before? I'm bad with faces and names, I ain't gonna front. But not that bad. 
that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, uh, you remember Bushwick. <laughs> he, he always just would greet you with, man, like, to me at least. I don't know how he treated anybody else, but my experience with him was he would always just be a really warm and nice guy. Hey, hang out with you, man. Like, you come and yo, hang out, me introduce you to people. Word, a good dude, man. It's a, you know, it's sad when dudes like that go away, man, because it's like, He's a good dude, gone. man. Yeah. Good dude, man. Good. I, you know, I, I remember him finally, man. I pray that, you know, that what he was trying to achieve in terms of um, putting together some music so that he could raise, you know, have a little something, some funding for his family when he was going. I hope that that worked. And if it if it hasn't, or if those that here are listening right now, yo, you know what I'm saying? Y'all should do your diligence and go purchase that man's music. Even if you think every song in that shit is whack. You should do that just for minds playing tricks on me, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, just, yeah. just for you know, just when that strength alone, do that shit for him because he was a good guy, man. Word up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and it's reminded me of that Gangstar song that dropped uh, about a week or so ago. When you hear Guru's voice again, it's like, man, <clears throat> with the lost legends that have that have gone. You got to support when that stuff comes out and support uh, yeah. the families and keep their name and their their legacy alive because. Uh, that's why we listen to this music because you know there's so many legends that have passed on, and uh, yeah, yeah, rest in peace. And you know saying. what? And I'll say I'm saying finish what you're saying because that's important. Oh, no, I'm good. Yeah, no, just yeah. No, you're just saying just rest in legacy. peace. I want you to rest in peace that to Bushwick and uh, and Guru and just the legacy of all these artists that have come and gone, and uh, their music lives on. And uh, the fans, you know, we we definitely cherish hearing new stuff from them that wasn't released before. So definitely. Amen to that. What I would say is this too. Listen, I remember how much the Great Adventures of Slick Rick meant to me as an album you know what i'm saying like i love that album like that that album was like my friend that's how much i love that album you know what i'm saying you know the moment i feared right you know what i'm saying he like yeah, yo, he's yeah. like yeah and it's still because yo the things that i like what i can hear now that i couldn't hear when i was much younger Oh. It's like yo, I can understand it differently because well, of treat our, her like you know, a prostitute bro. was a whole different experience for me as I got older. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's like yo, it's like the context, right? It's like yo, now I got a whole different point of view on this shit, right? Um, but even still, like you know, when you think about these albums that have this music, this culture, but let's talk literally, really about these artists who have been. But right, I came out nice. Um, have been literally the soundtrack to our lives. Man, without a doubt. You know, that have really been our walking theme music, you know, because we come from the age where that's where the walk makes it developed in our age. Oh, man. Yeah. Portable music is developed in our age, not just these big boom boxes, but, you know, putting on, strapping on some headphones and, 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 and hitting the, you know, with your tapes. You know what I'm saying? You better bring a bag with you just because you have five or six tapes. Killer tapes with you that you had to have because you needed to be able to do your thing. And <clears throat> so you think about what this music means. It's not cool for hip hop fans to abandon those artists that way. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, like, you can't, somebody that sang a song to you that was so dope, you know, that spoke to your spirit, that, that when you was at your lowest, that song will come on, it'll pick you up. Right. You understand? How could you abide knowing that some of these artists never got paid, man? Ugh. Like, how? you know what I'm saying? Like, how Sickening. could you abide that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how could you, when you're in good conscience, feel like that's all right? Well, they should have, well, they should have what? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what they should have did. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you should have figured out how to get through your problems without their music. <laughs> when you're 19 you know what I'm saying? 20, yeah, yeah, when you're 19 years old, you're dealing in a business that's been jerking 
black people in particular since black people been in this industry you know what i'm saying right and that has that the effects that that has on community is so is so unbelievable you think about it man like think of what that steals from the potential legacy when you steal you stole a stolen legacy from these artists millions of dollars that should have been funneled into the black community by virtue of these artists making this great music think about how many children they all had that could have been educated better how many more doctors and lawyers and politicians and you know established young men and women my children are now and they almost heading to their 30s now so think of how much how much impact i would have had just for my kids you know what i mean and the other rappers in my ilk their kids and then i have grandchildren now and think of what that could have done whether i would even have grandchildren because maybe the life that they live would not have even led them to that at that point in their lives or maybe they would have just when they did have grandchildren had children they would have been more established and more secure because we could have you know provided a life for them that was more better think of the businesses that we could have built and all the extended family that we could have supported much less our very our, our nuclear families you know that that's stolen from you because the the wrangling of these record industry folks that you know take these people's opportunities in their career and their money and all of that you know it's important when you think about it like that you know when you got an artist especially them cats that come from that era that give you the most joy and pride and happiness you know and you hear that they coming with some new music i think it's real important fam that you you know, I mean, if they whack, they whack. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm going to make nobody listen to no whack music. Like, I'm not I'm not advocating that. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. Like, I'm not going to do that. Because that's not fair. Because that's not helping the music either. But I'm saying, if Cass is doing the thing, man, like, yo, support them, brothers. Man, go on there buy their CD, man. They got a little t-shirt, a little hoodie or something. Go on and cop that, man. Because that might be the only money they ever really see from all of what they've done in this music. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think that if somebody done something good like that, man, I think that, you know, we have to be people of integrity. And I'm when I say people, I'm speaking hip hoppers, you know what I'm saying? That's, that is a race and a culture unto itself. You know what I mean? If you was raised on this boom bap, then you my brother in hip hop. Like, this, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people like, you my brother in Christ or you my brother in Islam. Right. You my brother in hip hop. Like, that's, there's a certain, there's some things we share like that, that, that is so deep that it's really transcended of race and religion and location geography. It's like, yo, fam, yo, we, you know, if I start saying lottie dottie, we like the party, we don't cause trouble and we don't bother nobody. Exactly <laughs> right. You feel me? Yes. That's not gonna be no sense, you know, it's that that's because this is we this is these are these are the incantations. These are our right. these are our songs that we know. It's what we were raving. We both yeah. sucked on the same teeth. You know what I mean? So how you know, we, we got to be brothers in this. <laughs> Say again? Sucked it dry, big time, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> so it's only right that when we see our, our, our favorite artists, you know, coming back, giving it the old college try, man, go out there and support them brothers, man. I ain't, and I'm not making this bid for myself because I'm going to do the work now that's going to make you it. support me. I'll, I'll do it for you, man. Go support that cool Kim demo music, which we're going to get into. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> go support it. Go buy that. Um, yeah, man. For sure. If you're a UMC's fan, you definitely want to tune into that. I used to watch the Martin show back in the day. You probably know where I'm going with this. And there used to be a poster on the wall. Tupacalypse Now and UMC's. Did you guys have any idea they were going to put that in the show? Did you have any, Did they come <clears throat> to you with that? Or, you know, how, how was that? How did that transpire? Did you, or were you guys even involved at all? 
Because I thought it was cool to see both of those posters on the TV show every week. Yeah, well, here's the thing. At this time, we was with Flavor Unit Management. They called us up like, yo, you know, um, there's a new television show. Martin Lawrence doing a show. He want to put UMC post on the thing. I was like, yeah, why not? Like, you know, I didn't think much of it because, it did, you know, at that time, who's right. who's going to know? Like, you don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the way it was presented, it wasn't like this was like this big deal. It was like, you know, it was kind of an aside. So, like, yeah, sure, that's great. Just do it. You know what I'm saying? I just, all I can say is this. Had I known that it was going to be what it was going to be, I'd have been like, well, we're going to have to put a clause in this that says that every other week we get to actually be on the show. In fact, don't put the post on. Just hang me up on the wall. And then when Martin's <laughs> going through some shit, he can be like, yo, cool, Kim, how you feel about that? I'm like, yeah, Marty, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, let me, shit. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, that was, um, yo, let me tell you something. At least once every three months, at the, even at this point now, this is, 20, 25 years later, you understand? At least once um, every three months, somebody runs up on me as if I'm going to just, as, as if they just discovered it. Yo, you go, did you still post this on the Warren Lawrence wall? <laughs> I'm like, yo, son, yes. And I was, I used to watch it too, okay? Like, yo, son, you post this on Warren Lawrence. I'm like, yo, son, are you just now discovering this show? You know what I'm saying? And we were on there the entire run, except for the very end. Um, that's when I think Gina went and took because she took when they when Gina moved in and they oh, got married or whatever. Oh yeah. He ended up taking that poster and bringing it to the radio station. I can relate. <laughs> you understand? So that's why I'm not a big fan of Gina. <laughs> Old bubblehead ass. <laughs> because I, I, I think I told you before. I have a three month old, and you know now somebody. I'm living with somebody now, and I'm worried that the Star Wars poster is going to be coming off the wall, and the, you know the. <laughs> this, you got to fight for the. Listen, listen. You got to fight for your child's culture. All right, all right. Don't let them take it. Don't tell. Don't let them take the valuable cultural remnants out of that space. That child needs that, bro. All right. She needs that, man. You know, you got you got to do right by it. Don't don't fail. Yeah. You know, you got to stand up. All right? Be a man. Don't let them take I already, I already took down the Joker picture because she said it was too scary and it might scare the baby. Oh, so my that God. One, that it, every, child, every child should go to sleep with a Joker post. Are you kidding me? That's the stuff of beautiful <laughs> dreams. Are you kidding me? What? What is this? Hey. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, so far, the public enemy poster in Star Wars is still hanging. So, uh... Oh, well, we still we got a chance I'm, here. I'm, I'm standing okay. my ground on that one. All right, well, you know, is it Pterodome, Field, Black Planet? Which one? Which, which, which one you got uh, up? It's from uh, There's a Poison going on because I saw them at a show about 20 years ago and they're promoting that album. And the poster just really dope, man. It's <coughs> red and black and it just looks cool, man. It, it's just. Yo, it's you know what? Let me, let me run this back real quick. You just mentioned that. I've never seen Pope get him before, right? Mom, straight oh, like that. I see him twice. Never saw it. My man's was telling me about it. He's like, yo, Chuck, did you do too much talking in the show? I'll be like, where is that? <laughs> well, <laughs> but, yeah, see? But, let me tell you something. One day, I was driving, me and my brother was driving to North Carolina when I was younger, you know what I'm saying? You know, around the public enemy time. Right. And, um, yo, public enemy was, like, it might have been in Virginia or whatever, but their car broke down, their van broke down on the side of the road. And I was rapping at the time. So I had to be about 16, 17. I might have been 18 at the time. You know what I'm saying? 17, I had to be about 16, 17. So I'm like, yo, Brown, pull over, pull over, man, pull over. No, man, pulling over for that. I was like, yo, man, come on, because I can let them hear my music. Da, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's my big chance. 
he wouldn't pull over, you know what I'm saying? I never forget seeing him. I could see the old, like, you know, outside the van, you know, having a, having a fit because this joint broke down. Boom. So that's my public enemy story. <laughs> now, I'm like, yo, this sucks, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Da -da 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 -da. You know, life goes on. I come back out as NY Oil. You know, as I come out as NY Oil, you know, I end up doing a song with Chuck D called Hey Soldier. That shit was a, it was an amazing experience, man, to have that full circle. Like, yo, I ain't, I ain't tell him that I ain't pick him up when he was broke down and nothing like that. He may not have done the song with me or something, so I ain't let him know about that part. You can but, tell him yeah, now. It's a, yeah, yeah, I can tell. Yeah, it's done. It's done now. You know what I'm saying? Now, nah, fuck around. He won't let me take take me on like the rap guys tours. I'm trying to get on one of them tours now, so I don't want to. Matter of fact, we about to strike the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> don't nobody tell him. Everybody listen, don't tell him. Right? So you don't know. I, we, don't, we don't want him to know. Keep that to yourselves. This is inside information. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm sure Chuck will forgive you, man. He's, he seems like that kind of dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. And I, again, that's another cat that when I run into him, and you know what it is, is that my experiences in the celebrity side have been, not have been like a lot of that stuff. stuff. So I'll go places and people will be like, yo, Chuck, what up? I'm like, yo, you know me? Like, yo, like I, I seen DJ Hurricane. Yo, I seen him in Atlanta the other day. The other day, like a couple years back, but that's the other day to me. Right. And so I'm like, yo, DJ Hurricane, what up, man? You know what I'm saying? I'm a big fan. He said, I said, yo, I'm, 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 you know, I'm cool, Kim. You know what I'm saying? I, yo, I should go by NY. I know who you are, NY. What up, son? I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know I am? You know, that's crazy. Like, it's, it's crazy because, like, the cool Kim, you know, UMCs, a lot of people got love for us, and I really never knew how many people really loved that group. Right, right. And as NY Oil, I didn't even know how many people really respected me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, like, really meaningful. I didn't know how many people was watching what I did and how it impacted so many people the work that I was doing is NY Oil and how many people it inspired. So very humbling situation, you know, experiences, both of them, you know, to have that, that happen. In fact, we got one of them joints, one of the NY Oil joints you're going to throw on yeah. in a minute, right? Oh, for sure, man. That hip hop, you don't stop. And I had to ask you about that song before we play it. You reference yeah. Junkyard Dog, Black Lightning. On this show, I talk about comic books and wrestling as well as hip-hop and other things, and I'm a wrestling nerd, so when I heard you say JYD, I was like, yes, and Black Lightning, you know, a couple of, couple of all-time references for me, so uh, definitely can't wait to play that song for the people out there so they can know who NY Oil is. I mean, any red-blooded American grew up on Ivan Pusky, oh, man, Junkyard Dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Freaking um Macho Man's my uh, all-time favorite. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Macho Man. <laughs> That's my dude right there. <laughs> I love Macho Man Randy Savage. He was a rapper, so he was an MC for a minute before well, he passed. Well, he, you know he put an album out. I don't know if he was an MC, but he was definitely Yeah, <laughs> nah, it's still, it's still, you gotta give him his due. Yeah, because that means that he he's he's in the tribe, son. He was a bull bath. He was the bull bath right, head kid. Okay. I'll, he I'll can't, you know, he might have been he might not have been dope. There's a lot of cats that's not dope, but they still in the tribe, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll put it well, like this. Know. I'll play that before I play Vanilla Ice. I'll put it like that. Though. Well, hey, you know what I'm saying? And even Ice, though. Even Vanilla, even, even, even Robin it. Van Winkle. Stop it. Stop Rob, it. I got to give him his price. Listen. Listen. You got to see. It's, it's the thing. All right. We got to be cautious how we move. At the time, he was mad whack. At the time, he was the Elvis to hip-hop type of thing. You feel me? Right. But. 
This is still a kid that's influenced. Yo, this is this kid represents Middle America, son. Like, think about this. This kid, like, all right, yo, let me tell you this real quick. Man, story. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to make this interview so long. Dude, but, don't worry about it, man. You're good. But, you know, what it is is that, yo, I remember one time I was talking to some cats down south, man. And dudes was trying to explain they gripe with New York. And they was like, son, you know, when the Fresh Fest tours and the Tougher Than Leather tours and all of this was coming out, y'all wasn't making all that money in New York. Y'all was traveling all over the country. We were supporting y'all before we had Rapper the First coming out of there. We were supporting that, too. We was loving y'all, too. So when we came with our music, why y'all ain't love us and let us get sound on y'all radio stations and stuff like that? And that hit me. That was heavy. I was like, yo, that's heavy, kid. <laughs> so when we talk about Vanilla Ice and any of these cats, and they could be whack. You know, like, you could be like, yo, see, it's one thing for a cat to be whack. It's another thing for me to hate on him. You I heard? got you. I got you. Right. You know, it's like, he's whack. You know what I'm saying? He was never a dope MC. To see and because me, I'm you know white, I took it personal. I felt like he was, but he was disrespecting, you know, what I was trying to trying to do. I as, felt as like some was, was but some was representing for all them white kids that yeah. I, it was like Beastie Boys. Then you had young black teenagers. Then you have Vanilla Ice. No, no, you, you know, you had like, you know, a couple of cats in between there third that base, was little sprinklers. Right, yeah, third yeah. base. You know, and a lot of them cats kind of more try to identify themselves on the black side of things. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Vanilla Ice was, was a white boy, kid. Like, that's uh-huh. it was straight up that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you're you know, right all right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Oh. You know, like, but son was doing his thing. And, yo, props to have a good time, kid. Like, this music is supposed to be, the whole tenets of this thing is peace, unity, love, and having fun. That's what we're supposed to be doing, son. So if cats could go to Vanilla Ice concert and and Bob and have a good time, then son, have a good time. Son, like, let that dude rock and have fun and do his thing. And whoever could rock to that, you know, they might discover another. They might discover a Tribe Core Quest because they got hip to Vanilla Ice and they got exposed to a whole new world because of son. You know what I mean? Because that was the only thing that was going to be allowed in his house. Or that was the only type of hip-hop that was going to get played on the local radio station. Right. But that opened them up. So, you know, everybody have a a, a a job in the scheme of things. And even though sometimes we don't got the wisdom or the foresight to see how that job manifests. Like, you know, you see gnats in the air. You're like, Yo, get these gnats out of my face. That drive me crazy. But they're part of the ecosystem. And if they was not here, yo, so much things would die because there's so much that we that required that um that survived because they live and you know so many things happen but yo death row records wouldn't be what it is if vanilla heights ain't oh, as successful as he was <laughs> you know what the whole balcony thing right <laughs> yes and like you know that you know i mean it's an unfortunate thing but yeah that's you know so you know what are you gonna do you know what i mean Cool, Kim. I'm, you're making me feel like the Grinch because I had all this hate in my heart for Vanilla Ice all these years, thirty something years, and now you, yeah, you yeah, to yeah I'm it. just warming you up to him, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, maybe wasn't that? Let me go listen to Ice. Let me go watch the movie. Man, Tell, what was that, the Vanilla Ice? What's that Vanilla Ice movie at? <laughs> uh, cool as Ice or something. 
You know what it's called because you you went and seen it. You went you seen it. You went and seen it. You know what it's called. You know you know what it's called. I'm delete this. This whole thing's getting deleted now. You you it. Not only do you know what it's called, you was there opening day. All right. Yeah, instead of the Star Wars poster, I really have cool as ice. Yeah, with the motorcycle and the whole shit, yo. Ah, so you seen it too? Hell yeah. Twice. <laughs> you got the, you've got the Blu-ray and the and the special uh, director's cut. Hell yeah, dude! And I'm trying to run into so I can get my my copy autograph. Yeah, right? <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> on that note, let's 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 get this thing back on track. Play the NY yeah. Oil Hip Hop. You don't stop. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Deep with this beach street. I'm cardboard boxes spread over concrete. I'm suede boomers with fat laces. I'm tube socks. I'm Dougie Fresh. I'm Big Buff. I'm a beatbox. I'm pinstripe, knees pleated. I got my name plate on world born. Plus, I'm Zulu beaded. I'm hot tracks. I'm approved from Carlos de Jesus. Playing Buffalo Girls for the hip hop youth. I'm the Roxy Roller Wink. I'm the South Bronx. I'm that big black ghetto blasting boombox. With the 12 D batteries and the double cassette. With the Dolby button. Is it live or is it Memorex? I'm your double lottie dotty. I'm Kung Fu Flicks that got black kids playing karate. I'm the body rock, the happy feet. I'm the wop, the PB Herman, the Webbo, plus I pop lock. For real. Hip hop, you don't stop. My name is Hip all in the short shot. Come alive, fly girl, give me what you got. Come alive, fly guy, give me what you got. For real. Hip hop, you don't stop. My name is Hip all in the short shot. Come alive, fly girl, give me what you got. Come alive, fly Crazy dope homegirl, I'm funky fresh, I took a seal pill homeboy and I'm the deaf. I'm lamping, cold kicking it, I hip hop to the hip it, I rob with no gimmick, my skills have no limit. I'm live, give me five on the black hand side, swing down, sweet chariot, stop and let me ride. I'm parliament funkadelic, sir knows devoid of funk, I'm your pops deuce, recording with the leopard skin trunk. I'm jean jackets with the piece on the back, I'm a pair of blue bellies with the raccoon hat. I'm a suede front stop front and I'll give you what you want, I'm on a mission chilling like the I'm on the hunt, I'm today's mathematics And if you don't know me, I'm a god-body fanatic Ready for static, I'm Waymo posting pieces You wanna live me, cause if art is a crime May God forgive me, for real Hip-hop, you don't stop My name is N.Y. All of the short shot Come alive, fly girl, give me what you got Come alive, fly guy, give me what you got For real, hip-hop, you don't stop My name is N.Y. All of the short shot Come alive, fly girl, give me what you got And El Dorado. I'm after school programs. I'm up with bow. Right before Reaganomics co shut me down. I'm summer lunches. On Wick, I'm King Vitamin. If I'm rich, then I'm Captain Crunches. I'm the Herculoids. I'm the Smurf. I'm Black Lightning in the Justice League. I'm the first. I'm Easy Rider. Riding the Electric Company. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm Gordon on Sesame Street. I'm Marvin Gaye. I'm Rick James. I'm a super freak. I'm Bob Backlund. The junkyard 
dog the iron sheet. I'm Van Halen, I rush. Iron Maiden plus, I'm arguing with white boys, telling them rock sucks. I'm a survivor, I've been through the dark and the light. And these are just a few of the things I've been in my life. For real. Hip-hop, you don't stop. My name is Hip Hop, all in the short shot. Come alive, fly girl, give me what you got. Come alive, fly girl, give me what you got. <laughs> that was NY Oil Hip Hop You Don't Stop I'm here with Cool Kim on the Infinite Banter Podcast Got me cracking up over here uh, Talking about the life and times of one Cool Kim One thing we gotta talk about Because you, you brought it up in the, the promo video you put out there What was What's the deal with that blue creature, man? In the blue cheese All right, so let, I, I, let me tell y'all what, man So it goes like this I'm a big fan of Michael Jackson At the time, Michael Jackson was on fire with videos you know what I mean? Everything he was doing was amazing. <clears throat> I wanted to do a video like Michael Jackson. All right? That's a high bar I knew, that you set, too. Yeah, yeah, of course. Not having no idea what I'm talking about. Not understanding the budget that was involved in that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I wanted this really space-age video, you know. And so I had looked up this, this technique called Ultimate. You know, which is basically green screen, as we know it now. Like anybody could do it now, but in them days, it was a process. So I was like, yo, it's called Ultimate. This is what we could do. And I was sending them pictures from like uh, uh, freaking um, Frank Frazetta artwork and stuff like that. Like, yo, I want to, you know, something like that. I was, I was really doing my diligence. And he's like, yeah, okay, cool. We got you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Man, we walked into the set of the video. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Jim Henson, was it? Type of yo, it was surely not, yo. I mean, I, I wish Grover would have popped out that hole. But you know what that thing was? It wasn't Slimer. A lot of people thought it was Slimer. It, it was like not Slimer. Slimer. Yeah. It wasn't Slimer. Years ago, there was this cereal commercial co- co- company called O's. O's Cereal. And it was like used to be like old cereal, like that was like that's the that was like uh, I the tagline. It wasn't good, from what I remember either. No, nah, it wasn't good. It, it wasn't a good cereal. It didn't last long. But they had this creature that that was the old cereal creature. Get out of here. <laughs> yes, that and that was the old cereal creature. And they spray painted him blue. Yeah, <laughs> and he became blue cheese. They put the gold tooth in him, the old toothless in his mouth, and the chain. And so. Yeah, that's how he come to be. That's crazy. I despise that video. Oh, really? I despise the blue cheese video, yo. You understand? I hate that video. Man. I hate that video. That's the song people think of when they first think of UMCs. And And I hate that, yo. And then I'll tell you what I hate the most about it. I have the dubious distinction of being one of these human beings that have created something in the world that was to be continued, that was never continued. <laughs> I forgot about the end of it. That's right. <laughs> I'm 
trying to know what the hell happened after that. I'm like, yo, what's part two to this well, shit? Why don't y'all continue this shit? No one ever continued. I'm like, what the hell? I keep telling this cat, yo, we got to do a song. We got to fucking yes. do to be continued so we can end our career on a high note. Like, please. Like, yo, what the fuck is the <laughs> ending part of this stupid ass video? Is, is Put that... it to bed. Let me let me just, like, wake up out of a dream. Like, huh, oh, my God. I had a dream. I was now inside our house, and a blue booger was chasing us around. I got punched in the face <laughs> by it. That's what I need to do so I can end this thing out. Man. You know, nothing. Is that Nothing, puppet, where is that puppet thing? Is it? Somewhere I don't know, can, but if I is it if a storage? I could, <laughs> it must be in a storage in some kind of in some kind of studio somewhere. If it hadn't got thrown out by this time, um, and you know it's funny. Lou Albano came through to the set of the video to, oh, to wish us luck. Another wrestling reference. Big up. I tried. Yeah. I tried to g him up. The guy tried so hard to get him to come in there. I was like, come on, Lou, oh, come on, Lou. Yeah, he did the no City Loppers video. Why not UMC? Yeah, right? like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? But he had to make a move, so he couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, he came in. He said, he gave, I gave him my best Hulk Hogan impersonation. What are you going to say, brother, when the hopes to come down 50 miles an hour on his Harley Davidson? You know, like, I'll, I'll give him oh my whole shit. Like, yo, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, he stopped doing that thing. But, yeah, man, that was a game of dice. So the video came out the way it did. Um, You know, the, the you only upside it. to it. I hated it. You know, but I loved it because it was you. my first video. I got you. And um, the upside of it was I had got to do my little kick thing that I did. So that became like this thing I would do with the shows. You know what I'm saying? I hit the kick. You know what I mean? So that, you know, that was it. Like, you know, the ladies love me for the kick. Poof, I did that little spinning kick. Yeah. Ah! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it would be the thing. So the other day, um, I do the Ralph McDaniel's 35th anniversary, which was last year, actually. I, as the other day could be like 10 years ago to me, but the other any day. The other day I do the Ralph McDaniel's 35th anniversary. You know what I'm saying? We do the thing. You know what I'm saying? We're doing the joint. We hit that part of the song where it sounds for me to do the little kick. Cass is thinking I ain't going to do it. Yo, I hit the kick on him like, whoo, 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 bah, hold that. It's like, ah, yeah, that. You know what I'm saying? She was feeling it. My daughter was in the audience. You know what I'm saying? She started crying. I think she started crying mainly because she thought she thought I might have pulled a muscle or something like that. Say, was her hamstring after doing that? <laughs> <laughs> she was concerned for her father. That's what it really was. You know what I'm saying? Where's that Ben Gay? Nah, it was a good thing, though. <laughs> Everybody was surprised. They didn't think I got. I'm like, yo, son, I, I live a healthy life, kid. I'm, I'm fit, baby. I'm good. I'm ready for this. <laughs> I can I, do it. I can do the flip. I, I can't do wearing... backhand sprints no more, though. No, 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 no. That's, that's Nah, I, I, I did my last one at 48. Like, every year, I at least do one. Like, there's like, yo, I, can still, I still got it. I did one last year. I got crick in my neck for like six, seven months. I'm like, yeah, that's it for the backhand springs. I'm going to have to let them go. I could still do the turn, but, you know, the slips is over, kid. I got to let them go. Yeah, I, I, I'm 44, and I, I always joke. I was like, you know what? I don't run unless I'm late or being chased, and that hasn't happened recently, so I don't even do that anymore. Nothing. Now, well, you know, I, now I do a little running because I play this game called Pickleball, so I'll do a little running. You understand? I'm telling you what I ain't going to do. I ain't going to break dance. No more. All right? I did it, you know, every so often. That's another thing. Every time I try to dust off the old break dance, like, you know, I can still do something and that. And then you see what these B-boys is doing now. It's like, son, it's next level. Right. You know, your hubris getting you because, you know, I was almost in break and I was, I was going for the part of Lee. For real? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, in, in um, B Street. Okay. Excuse me, I'm not breaking B Street. Um, yeah, oh, I was the, at the, the big kid, break. right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? I was in the... Um, at the big break dance contest, the whole nine, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was, you know, I got the call back, all that. But I ain't make it. You know what I'm saying? That's how that went. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I almost had a chance to get down rock steady. That's how, 
you know, like I was good. So you're you know what I'm saying? Yours. You're, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? So yeah, I was good. So you know, a few years back, now this I can say a few years back, uh, you know, I'm trying to show my kid like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I just you know what I'm saying? I jump, I'm trying to do a backspin. You know, my shirt lift up, up under my armpits. You know what I'm saying? I do a backspin, and all you hear is, uh, and my skin just snatching up against the floor. Uh, I'm like, yeah, this is not, yeah, that's it for me, man. I think I'm, I, I think I'm over. I think it's over, kid. I think it's over. It's done. Oh, uh, that, that, that's when you know it's done with. <laughs> it's done. That's when you got you to gotta put it away. You don't, you, don't, you, you don't need those floor burns on, on your back. Nah, none of that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Wax the floor, wax on, wax off. Not with my back, though. Not with my back. <laughs> Speaking of videos, man, I do have to bring up the uh, Y'all Should Get Lynched video. That Did you guys have any? Did you have anything to do with the anime, the cartoon version of that? <clears throat> how, how much input did you have in that one? Interesting. Well, that, um, yo, so I do Y'all Should All Get Lynched. Bone, you know, um, very unexpected situation. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I had, a, I had, a, I was feeling a certain way about what was going on in my reality and the reality around me. You know, like what was happening around me and what I was seeing in the world in general. Right. I've always been very pro-black, very community act. Like that's my lifestyle. You know, when I was a kid, I was in Black Awareness Club. You know, I lived a certain lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? I. I'm a world person, but I'm still a black man and I'm having a black man's experience. So I have to acknowledge and deal with that. And I'm not going to shirk from that, but I'm, you know, I'm a human person. Like I, you know, just, it is what it is, but I had to speak to this, you know what I mean? Cause enough was enough. And, um, to that ends, you know, y'all should all get lynched at me. You know, I, I come, you know, came to my spirit and I spoke that truth. And so, yo, the song blows up. I, I do my own video at this point. So I, I made this video with just clips of stuff, different rappers in it. And let me just say this publicly, because I never really got a chance to say this on any outlet in retrospect. Okay. I want to I wanna apologize to Chameleon because I put his face in that video, misunderstanding what Sun was about. You understand? And um, I shouldn't have put his, him in, in that video because that brother has done a lot of good things in his community, a lot of positive stuff. And I wasn't aware of it, and I just want to say like that. That and and it's not. I ain't never had no smoke from Sun. I I, I ain't gotta say nothing. It's whatever. But I I do have to say something because I'm a man of integrity, and I don't like that I you know put that energy on that man, and that's he didn't deserve that. You know what I'm saying? So you know if if the brother should ever hear it, you know brother, my apologies. I, I should not have put you in that video because that wasn't that wasn't what's up. You feel me? Right. Um, that brother he deserved better than that. And, you know, and really, and that, and it, which is an axiom for that song, I'll get to the video in a second, but it was one of the reasons why I kind of shy away from that because, um, you know, I call it swinging, you know, you fighting from beneath your target. You understand? Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Like you're speaking beneath your target. Like, you, you, you know, a lot of us find ourselves doing that. Like when you throw a jab at an artist that's, you know, he got maybe more status than you, so you get that, yo, son, you back, it's like, yo, son. Why don't you just be dope and not this this next cat? You know what I'm saying? Like, just be dope and then show and prove what it is that you see, that you think it is. Like, you do what you think you see fit, but do that. But just be dope and do that. Don't don't do that on nobody else because you don't really know what that person's journey is, right? Or how they doing things. Like, you know what I'm saying? The cats like make strong moves and do amazing things. Like you really don't know what these people are doing with their time and their money. Cause you ain't around these people. You don't know them. You don't know nothing about them. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to get humbled 
when you find out, like, you know, one day you done said this, that, and the third about son, and then you go to the benefit and find out the benefits you're going to, he the person that put all the money up to make it happen. He done did all this stuff. You know, you're like, oh, snap. Well, you running into somebody who he's a benefactor of. And then, like, your son, I ain't feel what you're saying about son. The reason why we're able to do this thing we're doing with these kids is because son silently did this for us. You know what I mean? You like, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? And you, you so you talking? Now I've, I never had that experience. Let me be clear. But over the years, I've seen some of the things that some of the people I have said negative things about as NY Oil do good things. Now maybe they did it because I was NY Oil and I said some stuff. Right. But that's a lot of hubris to say that. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, I would rather think that. So I didn't know what these brothers was doing and them sisters do. You know what I mean? I don't know how they get in what they got to get. And this world ain't easy. And <clears throat> there really ain't no space for success in the conscious hip-hop thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's not even a thing. You know what I mean? So they did what they had to do to get where they could be to affect some kind of change in the lives of the people that's most important to them. And in retrospect, I would have done the same thing had I knew what I know now. You know what I mean? So... <clears throat> yeah, that's that. But um, I did the song. The song blew up. I put this video together and I used clips song from this is video. Crazy man, you definitely. Yeah, it is crazy it. man, and um, and it's an amazing song. Yeah, I just you know, but it has an energy to it that you know, like right now when when I I don't, I don't really care for that song like that right now. But it's amazing. I I, I I gotta go to a place in my mind and heart that I don't really want to be there. Like that's not some place I want to be. You know what I mean? I don't want to vibe on that. Like I. I I wanna, I wanna just do good things. You know what I'm saying? I don't wanna be angry about doing good things. I wanna do good things because good things is good and they feel good. And you be proud of yourself when you do good things. I don't wanna do good things because I had to hoot and holler and yell at people and 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 and, and be beating up on my own people because they're not doing what I think they should do in a right. world that's not designed for them to win. I, that's not what I want. You know what I mean? I, I don't wanna talk that way to us. You know what I mean? And I and I don't disavow who I was in my old book. I did right. some amazing thing I, I was you know we started a, uh, a track team called team tsunami track had over 30 young kids out there running and changing lives you know what i mean but in fact a couple of them ended up becoming track coaches and a couple of them went to college on the strength of that um we um we did uh events called blackbird fly for young ladies ages 10 to 21 for five years where the first day would be um uh uh, uh workshops we have like nasa come through freaking nasa you know what yeah. i'm saying um you know all kind of social workers and all kind of real workshops getting them uh, uh, uh civil court judges my, my daughter when she was in like first starting high school was had the opportunity to go and intern for the civil court judge of, of our district like that was crazy like you know what i'm saying this stuff that you had to go to like a, a prestigious law schools to have these opportunities we had little kids going in there little young ladies having the opportunity um, so these are things that I was able to do, you know, um, PEMG, which is a youth mentoring program based around teaching young hip hoppers, um, not just, you know, how to rhyme, but developing what I was labeling secondary skill sets, which is really primary, you know, how to, how to get a job in this industry, how to really get involved so that you don't have to rely just on being a rapper. You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, if you could be an A&R, man, you know, maybe you might not get your rap thing off, but you can still be in the game, you can still be in this industry, you can still live a lifestyle. It's available to you, but you're not, you know, and here's how you do it right, and here's how you do it for yourself. So, you know, I, you know, I did a lot of amazing things as NY All, including Life After Hip Hop, which is something I do currently, which is like a, it's my own little web-based do-it-yourself show where I show people how to, like, you know, combat regentrification are going into the communities that we've abandoned and instead of just like letting them go to rot 
learning how to rebuild your own home, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm teaching people how I built, I bought the house that I'm sitting in right now for $8,000, man, and renovated this joint. It's gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? It's a beautiful home that I'm able to enjoy. And I did it myself with no prior experience, just YouTube and the will to achieve. That's so, you know, yeah, so, you know, I'm very proud of who I am as NY Oil. It's just that the energy and I think the audience that I was speaking to, it just really wasn't conducive to anything good for me as an individual. And I didn't want to live a life where, you know, my kids getting the short end of the stick because I'm out here trying to save the world and my family suffering. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that wasn't it. But the actual cartoon video, yo, one day I got a, a, a call that Reginald Hudlin saw the video. Oh, from Boondocks. Right, he he did the did he do the Boondocks? Cartoon? No, no, that's you thinking of Aaron Magruder. My my bad. You're right, right, right. Aaron, Reginald Hudlin is the Hud, one of the Hudlin brothers, and at one point he was the president of BET. Oh, okay, got you. So he saw it, and he was really loved it, and he was like, "Yo, I want to do um, a video for this. We're gonna do a cartoon video. He's gonna do this whole series like these cartoon videos of conscious shit. You know what I'm saying?" The first one they had already li licensed to do was this song by this dude, Bomani Armand, who was a teacher out of D.C. called Read a Book. Read a book, read a book, read a motherfucking book. Like, that guy, <laughs> popular. And um, it was like a parody of a Little John song. And so, um, so what happened was they, yo, it was a whole, like, almost a year. You know, and I was like, yo, I was trying to hold on to the Yostro Gillen, just you know, keep it popular as long as I could, waiting for this this joint to come out, man. So that I could, you know, I was like, yo, this cartoon come out is going to be a big opportunity for me. You know, I could really, I'm going to be able to springboard off this. is going to be a big look because but I was, you know, as you can see, I'm verbose. So what would happen was I would be doing interviews with cats. They was thinking I was a, like, a, they thought I was crazy. You know, did anybody say something? So they thought that I was going to get on an interview and talk stupid. You understand? But I had a, you know, I, I'm a learned person. I, you know, I, well read. I know what I'm talking about. So I could really form a solid argument as to the relevance of the song and what I was doing and what I was about. And the interview that was meant to be five minutes would be a half hour on national radio. So like, you know, I became a social, um, a, a social pundit for the BBC network. So I was, you know, millions and millions of people listening to what I had to say on issues. So I was ready. Right. Well, Bomani wasn't. And they had, you know, like the civil rights type cast, Jesse Jackson's of the world. Um, yo, was conspiring against all of that. And when they heard that my song was coming, y'all should all get lynched. They was prepping a really like, they was going, it was going to be a thing. And so they, it, it, they had to red light it. And so it never came out. Oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? I see. So, of course, you know, somehow or another, it got leaked. You know. <laughs> now it's on YouTube. It'll live forever. <laughs> and now it's on YouTube and people will see this. So that's how that went. Hey, man. Hey, NY Oil, you, you grew as an artist. You know, to quote UMC's one to grow on. You you were doing something different. And now you're doing, you know, other things. And it, you're just growing as an artist. You're doing different things. And it's nothing to uh, look back on. And I don't, I don't think you should have any... Ill, Ill, uh, I, I know what you're saying, though. You know, you feel bad about some of the cats, maybe, that you were talking about. Yeah, I mean, you know, because that's part of growth, too. You know, you got to recognize. And, you know, like, it, it's no, like, it doesn't make me a, it doesn't lessen what I did as the artist. Right. It doesn't lessen me as a man. It makes me, a, to me, 
it, it is it is an indicator of the quality of man that I am am and, and inspire to be that I can acknowledge that show. You know, you know in exactly. retrospect, I wish I didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish I did it this way. Right. Or I wish that I didn't include that person at least. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that person was doing good stuff. And, you know, I didn't know that at the time. And that I shouldn't have did that. But by the time I posted up, I wasn't going to re-edit the video. So that was his <laughs> He just had to take the, yeah, he, he, he got to take that out. Okay? Like, well, you know what I'm saying? Well, man, but you know, I, you know, but it was that, yeah, you know, you know, I, I know they didn't have no real uh, impact on his career, so, right. you know, because a lot of people would like throw get at me like, yo, why you put Chameleon on there, son? Is this dude? And I'm like, um, oh, no, my bad, oops, <laughs> you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, that's the thing about like, you know, that's again from swinging from beneath people, you know, you got to be mindful of that because you know you swing and you say and do something and hurt somebody in your life unintentionally because. You know, your anger and your envy and your frustration be so overwhelming that you do what you don't intend on doing. Right. And, and you know, you don't intend on her. Like, yo, I'm going to tell you, yo, Capadonna came to my house one time. Capadonna, like, which is bugged out because I know son, but I don't know son where he would come to my house. But my man Quaz brought him up there. I'm like, yo, all right, what's up? And we was having a tough conversation because I, right before I did Lynch, I had did this song where I was dissing 50 Cent on Haas. On Haas's behalf, and that's a whole entire story. I'm not getting into that because yeah, it's it. <laughs> But suffice to say, I was gonna diss Fifty Cent, but Capadonna was like, "Yo, fam, you shouldn't diss Fifty Cent. You should be thinking the Fifty Cent. That brother out here doing his thing. Yo, he making moves. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, yo, son, talking this in the third. He's like, yo, that's not what the point is. Like, yo, son, gotta live his life the way he's gonna live his life. What he was basically saying is like, yo, it ain't about like you might perceive what people do and then not be what you think they should do. Yo, for the people in their life and how did they, yo, they doing what they got to do. How many people is this cat employing? How many paychecks is this yeah, dude cutting? That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like how much good is he really, he, he might be, yo, all that money he getting, he, yo, he doing some kind of good. And how much shit is he doing that you just really never going to know? Like how many people was blown away when they found out all of the philanthropy that um, Prince was involved in? Not until after he was dead, they found out he was doing it when Van um Van Jones went and you know blew the whistle on all this powerful stuff that Prince was doing. And like, oh shit, I didn't even know Prince was doing. like, yo, he's scheduling his concerts in such a time way in time that the concert really ain't about him getting his bread from the concert. The concert really was about him getting his bread for this cause. You know what I'm saying? And he wasn't bragging like, on it. That's why people didn't know about it. Yeah. Never knew. No one knew. Nope. People don't know that's the same case with Bill Cosby. A lot of people don't know. He funded a lot of civil rights, a lot of Black Panthers. Like, say, yeah, son was behind a lot of that stuff on the low, like putting money into that. A lot of cats that you don't realize, you know what I'm saying? You know, some of y'all listeners should look up stuff like the uh, the Watts Riders Workshop and find out some of the names of people that were involved in uh, things that were going on in the community that you would never know that these people was out here on their on they ground, on their mission to do great things. Yeah, so, you know, you got to be mindful. Right. Like, you know, who you get at because you really don't know what these people is doing just because they got, you know, person play a clown on TV don't mean they're a clown in real life. That is very you know? true. That is very true. Speaking speaking that truth, man, you've been doing it. And I got to give you props for that song, Father, Father, being a new father myself. You know, I played that one the other day and I was like, you know what? This this is this right here. I could definitely relate to this one. So big up for that joint. Thanks, man. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Uh, you know. I just sometimes feel like the songs I make, which I think are very important, don't get the due that they deserve. Like, I'm one of yeah. the only true artists that have been able to reinvent themselves absolutely completely. You know what I'm saying? My, myself and MF Doom. 
Yeah. Unless you account Cool Keith, because Cool Keith got like like 500 aliases. <laughs> but those be aliases. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they don't be like, yo, you know it's still Cool Keith, so he could, he could kind of shine on the fact that, yeah, this is Cool Keith playing Dr. Octagon. You know what I'm saying? But, nah, NY Oil was an entirely different entity. When people found out that NY Oil was Cool Kim, you know what I mean? They like the shit of brick. Like, are you serious? <laughs> the Blue Cheese dude is the hardest dude in the conscious music shit? Like, that what? dude made the hardest song right. in conscious hip-hop history? Are you serious? Yeah, that was him. The Blue Cheese dude <laughs> did that shit. But you know, it's like, I don't get the props for that. Like, I just yeah. bugged up or whatever. Well, I'm giving you the props. Cause... My man, that's all I needed. <laughs> then I'm straight. <laughs> Yo, man, definitely get the props for that. Uh, a couple quick things. Uh, UMCs, I know you guys did some songs uh, a few years ago. Any chance you guys might do a reunion album or a tour or something like that? I don't know, man. I'll be yeah. honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't really, you know, I don't see it in the cards so much right okay. now, man. I, you know, if you just spoke to me last year, I'd be like, yeah, we're going to definitely do right. it. You know, um, you know, I don't really see it happening. I don't know, man. You right. know what I'm saying? To be honest, you know what I'm saying? Son's going to call me tomorrow like, yo, you Yeah, son, but you know, it's just, it ain't, it don't look like it's going to manifest. But, I am doing my own thing, so that's what's yeah. up. You know what I mean? And it's no, and it, and that's still my man. Like, don't right. get it twisted. Like, you yeah. know, it's just I don't really see right that happening. Like, you know, you know, there's, you know, working with Hot all these years taught me to be able to really know when somebody's serious about something and when they're not. Because Hoss, when I met him at 16 years old, we're going to Statue of Liberty. Me and both were in Statue of Liberty. So when you see the Wu Tang Saga and you oh. see that scene. Yeah, you know whenever, yeah, when that the working, man talks about working there, yeah. I we were all working at the stat. I I should be in that scene because we were working at that same exact time. Get out of here, man! I can't even imagine yeah. the hijinks going on at that job with you guys all there. But you know, <laughs> I, I would tell you, but then I'd be a snitch, so I can't speak to that. <laughs> right. But suffice to say, yes. And there's a there's a scene where they're alluding to something that's not how it went, but I was there that day that that happened. That that's that what crazy. they when they when they, that whole. You know, whatever's yeah, yeah, I was there that day. So yeah, I, you got uh, meth work that um, you got meth and was it Capadonna? Uh, was it or nah, no. Cap didn't work at at, at 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 I don't remember him working at the um Statue of Liberty, but I do remember meth and you got working at Statue of Liberty. Me and meth was classmates in um PS sixteen in public school. Man, these both play, these both uh, both both play trumpet. Really, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 man. Me, him, Sal Masekela. I don't know if you know who Sal Masekela uh-huh. is, but you're familiar with Hugh Masekela, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the the great jazz musician, that's his son. Sal Masekela is like, you know, X Games and all of that stuff. Like, he's the only black guy in X Games that you would like okay. always know. Okay. That That's my dude, Sal. We all, you know, we all grew up together, man. You know what I'm saying? We all was in the same class. I always wondered this, too. I, I didn't even think about it until just now. Were you guys the first to say the words Wu-Tang on a record? Yes, this is true. That's what I thought, man. That song came out before Wu Tang was even. I mean, obviously they, no, were, but, they were cool, but, but, but there was nothing released. Yeah, but you know, for clarity though, um, I don't. I don't want to say that as if we came up with it and da 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 da. Yeah, I, and I don't mean what it like that either. Yeah. For yeah, sure. you know, and I think that sometimes when when my good strong people say that, you know, that like in their effort to give me my props doing something, you know what I mean? There's a whole lot of other things to give me props for. But the truth of the matter is, we were saying like, yo, you know, and then I flow Tang Wu, Wu Tang going on the board. You know how she says that, Wu Tang flow on the board, you pass the microphone. We bigging them up because we knew they were coming. We knew they was yeah. coming out. We knew these cats, you know what I'm saying? We knew who they were. You know, what it was, was 
like again, if you watch Wu Tang Saga, right? So that could be this is a whole tie another interview I could be built on this. But um, if you watch when you watch the show, it's not in proper context. And the timeline is wrong because they show in the first episode they showed them with a Cypress Hills tape, which is absolutely out of context because um, Cypress Hills came out after UMCs. You dig? Right. But um, to make a long story short, you know, um, when we came out, it was unexpected. No one really seen that coming. You know what I mean? So we weren't the guys that everybody knew and respected for hip hop on Staten Island. In the Bronx and uptown, they knew who we was hard. Staten Island, not so much. You understand? So it was unexpected. Haas was from Stapleton, you know what I mean? But he wasn't that dude. You know what I mean? That everybody like, oh, son, get busy. That's the dude. He wasn't known like that because we was doing our thing other places. So when we came out, you know, Cass was felt slighted to some extent, I think. You know what I mean? And hence, it was never no real, like, we never really, you know, when they got on, they didn't really, like, you know, it wasn't no, like, yo, UMCs, Wu-Tang, it was never that. But in recent years, you'll see them, like, like they, they acknowledge us more now that they're more mature. I think they recognize, you know, what we've done and all of that. So that's love. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. It's all about Staten Island sticking together. Nah, not really. Not really? Nah, nah, I can't say that. That's not true. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, a, and I'm sure a lot of people from small towns have the same feeling where it's like, you know, you know, the people closest to you show you the least amount of support. Oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? And so we, we experienced more like jealous one envy type of thing from my hometown. Like they had a whole thing going on that we was claiming we was from Brooklyn. You know what I mean? It was like, it was really, like, it was sad, fam. Like, and I'm not, and like, even all these years, like, I would never let up on that. Like, I never, like, you know, people are like, yo, man, why you, you know, why would you say that? Yo, it's bad, yeah, it's cats got love for you. Nah, nah, nah. It was too many years of cats fronting on us, you know what I'm saying? And I did a lot of great things in my whole town, like, really positive stuff. And, you know, cats would go out their way to kind of belittle it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just was really a hard body jealousy thing. And not everybody, you know, of course there was cats that had love for me, you know, like that, my friends. But there's a lot of that, a lot of negativity that was coming from there. And I'm not, I, that's not something I would let slide. Like, I, I, I'm I, not, I ain't going to come up off. That's the one thing I promised myself not to deal in no negativity. But that's one thing I, I won't let slide because that, it, it was, they was, that was really not cool what they would, what, the kind of stuff that they would do. And then nothing like violent, just just would be like like psychologically foul. Like, damn, son, word? Like, wow, man. That's like, you know, sometimes somebody can say something to you. You know, I'm a man and all that, but I'm a man. I'm human. And if somebody say something to you, like, you straight up hurt your fucking feelings. You're like, wow, that's hurt my feelings, nigga. Damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, wow, son. Like, you're like, what, why you had to say that? Man. All right, well, fuck it then. You know what I'm saying? So that, that you know. I mean, you know, I think my actions have spoken for how I feel about my hometown. Having done the philanthropical things I've done, like, you know, stop violence, go out and strive, cypher sessions I used to do, stop, literally stop violence, brought gangs together, and, you know, and just the rhyme and vibe and, you know, created new friendships. And I did real things on the ground, you know what I'm saying, to show my love for my community. But, you know, Aside from that, man, I ain't really, I can't really champion that that borough like that. You know what I mean? Got you. Well, let's talk about something we can champion, and that is demo music, man. We got to promote yeah. this hard and let the heads know. Uh, is it is it out yet? And what can heads expect when they listen to it? Demo music. I'm gonna say, listen. I'm gonna give a tentative release date. That D Day may be Halloween. All right, it may be Halloween, October 31st. 
if everything moves smooth. I'm really excited about demo music. Demo music, let's, you know, this is what it's about, brother. Let me just, this is what it's about, brother, all right? <laughs> demo music, man, is, yo, the best form of hip-hop is in its inception, all right? Hip-hop is at its absolute dopest. It's the moment it's created. That's why the cypher goes so hard. That's why back in the day when somebody used to beat on a lunchroom table and somebody spitting a freestyle rhyme off their head, that you just don't forget how hard that joint went. You know what I'm saying? You, you still remember that rhyme that so-and-so said that time. You know what I'm saying? Because it sounds crazy. Or that time you first got your man's tape, a so-and-so wrote the tape of the so-and-so. You're like, yo, that shit sounds hard. Because it's bassy. It ain't EQ right. It just, shit just sound rough. The mic is shit. But you can still hear, yo, I'll get down with it. And it got so much fucking raw Hunger in their voice. It's, yeah. it's just hungry, yo. It, yo, this starvation is coming through. It's like an alcoholic, but for hunger. You know, alcoholic, <laughs> the, the booze be seeping through their pores. That's how they offer this hip hop. When you hear it in a demo, it ain't the same as in the studio. In the studio, they polish the shit up too much. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You understand? Yeah. It's, too, uh-huh. it's a little too thick in the end. The first is the, it's lacking some of that shit that it, it, it doesn't, it's not so much hip hop no more. It becomes more of a, a very clean product, but it's not the same thing. It don't have that visceral head nod shit, but it's dope. I mean, just because it's a demo don't make it dope. But when you hear a dope song, it's a song that's dope in its demo version. You'd be like, yo, I like that version better. Right. Like the version that y'all know, a lottie dottie, right? That's not the full version. The full version is the original tape, which has the verse with Vanessa Williams on it. There's a whole nother verse. Whoa. Okay. Have you you, you don't you don't, don't know about that? I don't think I know that one. No. Wow. Yeah, yeah, son. Like yo, well, like, yo, you got the time travel like a motherfucker when we get off this phone. <laughs> and that's a song that put me on. So now I feel like I just got, yeah, got it's totally, the whole joint. Yeah, talking about a whole name Vanessa Williams. And yo, he goes into this whole thing and how he met her, and you know how he meets her. You know what I'm saying? Blah blah blah. Yeah, son. Yeah, Vanessa Williams. Yeah, the whole that's, that's a whole extra part that's not on. The record version that everybody's familiar with, the yeah. tape, has the third verse on it. You know what I'm saying? So, and have you ever heard of the tape version of Treat Her Like a Prostitute? That shit is fucking hard. That shit is way better than the record album. version. Yeah, yeah you heard? I haven't heard that one either. I need to get schooled big time because if I've never heard either one of these versions. Yeah, demo music, fam. That's what demo music is. That shit is the hardest shit. There was a point where I was just, I had a little Tascam 8-track tape player. Shout out to all the producers that used to have them shits to do their little things with. You know what I mean? And, yo, we used to make dope fucking demos, man. Dope songs, man. And shits was so terrible sounding in terms of the EQ, but they were cranking that big-ass Benzy box speaker that I would have in the back of the damn um, little Suzuki Samurai I used to drive around with. Just sound amazing though, yeah. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean, and that's how that was in them days. That's what demo music is about, capturing that feeling. So I'm not like you. Know, I'm doing like you know. I'm I'm recording it right in my lab. You know what I'm saying? I've been sharing the journey with all my friends and followers on Instagram and Facebook because I also want to introduce them to what I believe is the next phase of hip hop, which is that yo, this is not about 
you know, waiting for, like I said, some A&R to tell you it's time. It's about engaging your favorite artist in the process, being a part of the team, coaching it, man. It's ain't like you're watching the NBA and just, you know, you just could only watch them play. Nah, fam, you involved, son. You get to tell your audio, yo, that's that would be this hard, son. You gotta spit to that joint. Spit some hard, son. Was like, word. Now it's a perpetual machine because my fam and fans are firing me up to do this music. I'm, I'm excited because they telling me this is what to do. And I'm like, yo, I'm showing them, sharing my journey with them. And when I feel down and out, like, you know, because I'm trying to do an, it's an amazing thing to try to do. You gonna go solo at forty fucking eight? Like <laughs> whose who's, who's idea is that? You forty eight years old talking about I'ma go solo? Like yo, son, that shit been sale. Yeah. Nah, it hasn't. It hasn't. You know what I mean? Because as long as I can spit like I spit, I'm alright, kid. Like it's not gonna be no problems. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, I just happen to be one of these people that I I didn't get whack as I got older. I got better. Like I'm, I just get better and better, and so demo music is is me doing my thing, like, and doing my thing with my fam that support me. I'm doing it with them. Like, yo, we just put together. I, I showed them when I was doing my logo for myself, you know, and that's another thing. I'm showing them the do for self component. I had to come like, yo, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I never got paid for any records that I sold ever. You know what I'm saying? So, um, no, except for one, one, when I did get paid for um, when I did skills are amazing. I never got paid for records, so I'm not like rich or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not I'm not I'm living everyday life, you know what I'm saying? Right. But that's crazy. Um man. yeah, you know, it's just how it is though. You know, it is what it is, so right, you know what I'm saying? I got a I got a great life, you know what I'm saying? My wife loves me, my kids love me, I'm straight, you know what I'm saying? All that notwithstanding. So I don't got that kind of money to just throw at something. I gotta be very um intelligent about how I do stuff. I gotta be resourceful. So I had to teach myself how to do everything. Like I taught myself how to shoot and edit video. So I, I, I've shot other people's videos because I'm, I got that good at it. You know what I'm saying? I've taught myself how to use Photoshop so I could do my own graphics and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I went and, you know, my, you know what I'm saying? My daughter bought me a heat press machine, you know what I'm saying? It's a present. So I learned how to do the whole t-shirt business. I just study that all day if I'm not doing something, studying something else. I teach myself SEO website building. So I build, I'm literally, while I was talking to you, I was working on my website, refining that so it could look more professional. You know what I mean? I teach myself how to do everything. And I was sharing the process of me making the um, logo. And I came up with something really dope. And it's like these, like my name and then the, 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 the two O's and cool, I turned into like a little character. And we call it Ooh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and. It looks so fucking cool. It's like iconic. It's like the mad face for Onyx or like right. the, it's just very iconic. And it's like, yo, this shit work, yo. And we opened up a whole little merchandise and then people really love the products and we've been putting together this great, yo, we got to, you know, because I used to own a boutique. My wife used to own a boutique called Cupid's Dollhouse here in Augusta, Georgia. So we learned all about fashion and stuff like that, opening a boutique. You understand? So... You know, I know how to do a lot of things myself, for myself. So I'm able to do this with my fans, man. And it's like, yo, you know, I just want to say to anybody, that, you know, any, any of y'all listening right now, man, like, yo, how much I appreciate y'all 
And I'm so thankful to have the quality of fans I have. I'm not the dude that you go to my Instagram page and there's 70,000 followers. I got 2,000, but I got 2,000. You know what I'm saying? Like 2,000. Like yeah. it's not just, yeah. Yeah, the motherfuckers, I know them niggas by name. You know, I know all the motherfuckers right now. <laughs> I was, I was, I went to New York to do a show. I was calling Cash on the radio. So I'm going to do a show in New York. What's up? Cash was meeting me. Like, yo, yo, be real, son. And I'm running into them and I'm telling them about they self. Like, yo, son, you still working on that weight? I know you're doing it there, you know. I'm admonishing my mom, man. Yo, you wish you good. You all right? You, I, I, I seen you slacking up on your diet. Yo, I'm gonna get on my point. Get on my point. All right, man. <laughs> I know who my fans are. I know them personally. Like, I, they don't realize. I go on their web pages. I go on their Facebook pages. I go scroll through their world up, man. If you are my friends list, I know your life. Yeah, I make, take the time to know who you are. Cause I'm gonna know who you are. You understand? Cause I'm a, I'm I'm gonna serve my customer. I'm gonna serve my fans. I'm gonna serve my fam. You understand? They've been here with me. They know how I am. You understand? These cats been with me through all kind of stuff. When I was doing life, I mean, um, when I was doing um, Blackbird Fly, I raised six thousand dollars in two weeks. No, in one week, in fact, I did that in one week. Six thousand dollars for Blackbird Fly for these young ladies. My fans did that shit. My fam, rather, did that for me. You understand? When I was, when I was, had the bar, man, I had ran into some difficulties and I needed help to recertify my bar, my license for the next year. And I hadn't, I, yo, I, I couldn't get it together. Yo, my fam raised that money for me on Facebook to reopen that bar and keep people employed. Man, that's just- that that just gets you right in the heart, man. That's that's yeah, that's son. Yo, right one there. time I was I was driving up from Atlanta after doing a speaking engagement for Black August, and my 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 truck that I had broke down. You heard uh, the ball joint disengaged or whatever. The drive was it whatever it was. And Chuck D drove past and didn't help. <laughs> and that motherfucker drove past and they helped. And 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 I think he I think he moved me as he drove by, yo. <laughs> In his 98, he drove right past you. <laughs> and I, I know it was him, because I saw the old one, Like, you motherfucker, you. But nah, nah, I'm going to tell you, it was a Saturday night, yo. My car was broke down in a plant, on, a, on a, a, a plantation somewhere in Georgia. So I'm like, yo, is that wild oil? I spoke out on a plantation. Oh. Hell! Son, let me tell you something. It was 10 o'clock at night, if I'm correct. Yeah. By 11 o'clock that night, it's like six hundred dollars in my my PayPal account for me to be able to go get a tow and fix that car. Word is wrong. That's that's the quality of fans, if you want to call them, and my fam that I have. So you know, yeah, man, I'm 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 very excited. So if I put this product out and thirty people fuck with it, I I know them thirty people. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 be proud for that. Not everybody else can eat a dick. I wouldn't even give a shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you go. There's your lunch. Eat that. Right up. You can have that. <laughs> Toasted. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't care, man. I, I I appreciate the people who have really stood by me over the years. Yo, I know what side my bread is buttered on. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. forget. I don't forget my friends. I don't forget people that be nice to me. That's why you hear me talk about some of them rappers. Like, yo, that's a good guy. Every people be nice to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, that's right. important to me, man. Like, you're just nice to me. Like, I'm a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? So I don't like bad people, man. Like, fuck that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? 
Now, you guys, I don't like you guys that listening shit. need to check his Instagram because he's given you like the behind the scenes of you know designing the shirts and making the album and putting it together. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely appreciating the videos you put out there, and uh, I'm I'm honored to even be able to watch them and just to get a, a bird's eye view on how the whole thing gets made. So that's pretty cool. It's like behind the curtain type stuff. So definitely appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. You know, what I'm, I'm happy to be able to share it, and you know, I, and and. And I, I want to assure my peoples this too. Anybody listening, this is project number one. Project number two is already in the works, and project number three is already in the works. We just gonna keep going, like we just gonna rock out because I realized what I was doing wrong all these years. Where I would get frustrated, I put something on my listen, and that go on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't. And I was do like, that. yo, yeah. it's not about that, son. Just put your joints out. Rock with your peoples. Get your shit together so that it's right. Do it right. Rock with your peoples. Let the peoples that bang with you bang with you. And just keep moving forward. Because if you're a man, that's all you can do is to keep pushing forward, man. Until you win. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to just keep pushing forward. And I'm going to prove an amazing thing. Watch what I watch what happened, man. Watch two years from now when me and you talking about this again. And we're going to revisit this conversation. We're going to talk about this part where we say, yo, man, 48 years old, man. And I'm gonna make a thing. I'm gonna make a name for myself at 40 years old in this industry all over again to show that yo, it don't matter how old you are, as long as you're nice with this joint, yo, you can do a thing, kid. And you I don't do a that thing. Cool Kim can still kick at 50 years old, probably. I don't know. I might have to let the kid go after it. You know what I'm saying? I might go. I might have to come up with something else. Like I had to come with like a like a nice little shimmy. Like I might have to work my shoulders after that. Like a little shoulder thing you do. I might have to do like that. Like, yeah. Hey, he's a CGI shit, man. Nobody will know the difference. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'd be like a hologram. Like that's what I might do. Cause you know, I'm like yo, you know, son, listen, I don't have to try to do all these shows. But I'm gonna tell you something. I can't do these late night. That's the only thing about hip hop, man. It's too late at night, kid. I'm like, yo, know son, I'm not trying to be just doing stage at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so I'm asleep at this time, crazy, kid. Is you crazy, man. dude? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I used to go to concerts all the time, and I've. It's it's not like it used to be. I can't hang anymore. Like oh, man, listen, be. I'm not. You ain't gonna see Cool Kim perform nowhere unless it's a day party. All right, we gonna have to start getting them Two things going on. Afternoon like, concert. Yeah, it's a little five o'clock, five to nine. I can do the nine o'clock, ten o'clock. Maybe it got to be over at ten o'clock though. Yeah. I can't just be getting on stage at ten o'clock. Oh. Cause I, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, yo, the show over. Everybody can leaving the the, the 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 auditorium at that point. But nah, five o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Five thirty after work. You know what I'm saying? Have a few drinks, kick back. You know what I'm saying? Listen to some hip hop. Do a quick one two one two. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah! My wife just saw me performing in Vegas. So hell yeah! I'll be doing my show in Vegas. Get like cool Kim, sorry, buddy. Hey, everybody. And the starlight. Go, you know. The thing about Vegas, nobody knows what time it is, so nobody's gonna trip on what time. No, no, no one knows. You know, but that's how I'm gonna do my shit, yo. I'm doing strictly that, you know. And if I gotta do it myself, I just I satisfy myself, whatever, kid. Man. Cause that's how I want to roll. I'm a, this is contemporary, adult contemporary hip hop, man. That's what you up, know, man. And the fans like myself, we appreciate that because we're fiending for that stuff, man. Well, just make sure y'all motherfuckers come to the shows when I do it because you yeah. ain't not, don't nothing take the gas out of movement quicker than walking into an empty room. You're like, yeah, yeah. I thought everybody wanted this. <laughs> yeah, yo. yeah. The, 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 Cash is at home watching Game of Thrones. Damn, yo. <laughs> 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 Man, if you come out to Chicago, man, I'm going to be right in the front row. You definitely can nice. appreciate that nice. for sure, man. Uh, big up for coming through, man. We got to get into this one joint here, the Get Down. What yeah, we expect the Get to Down. Hear here? 
Oh, man, listen, you know, this is, yo, fam, listen, all I'm asking y'all to do is this. And understand, having heard me chuck for 500 hours, what y'all should know is this. I'm more than what you realize I am, you understand? So don't limit me when you hear this song to blue cheese and when to grow and stuff like that. I'm an MC. I get busy and you're going to hear me really cutting loose on this, having a good time. This shit is hard body. <clears throat> this is definitely a head nodder. You're going to love it. And yo, highlight me, man. Check for me on my uh, webpage, coolkimumc.com. You know, on Instagram, coolkim, aka NY Oil, and all that sort of stuff. You know, links is all over the place, so there's nothing to find me. Just Google me, baby. It's easy to find me, but definitely come to the webpage and check out what's going on and come get that demo music. Be a part of the process. Be a part of this thing. You know, be a part of the movement, man. You're not just fans, you fam. You heard? So let's do this. Let's have a good time. Yo, get ready for the get down. You know what I'm saying? On Infinite. All right, let me say this again. No doubt. Infinite banner. And let me tell you something. My face should pop up when you see the words infinite banner. Because if I ain't talk forever today, there ain't been no such thing happening. Dude, the, the, the counter right now is at 158. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, with how many? Uh, one hour fifty eight minutes right now, man. So, that's a that's a goddamn long ass interview. Right? Yeah, it wasn't, yo, that's crazy. It wasn't an interview, man. It was just talking. That's all. Yeah, it's a discussion, man. Hey, yo. Also, make sure y'all go go to coolkimumc.com. Get your get your shirt show. We doing them. We doing them out the house. So when you get them, man, it's custom made. That means that yo, myself and my wife have placed our hands on them. You know what I'm saying? So support independent business and independent hip hop. This is so it's from the heart. You know what I'm saying? It's done with love. Everything we doing, we doing with love. Sometimes we be fucking up a little bit, but it's all right because that's the authenticity there. So, you know, love is love. But yo, definitely support, man. We appreciate everybody's support. You know what I'm saying? Yo, fam, I appreciate you. True. Soundwave, thank you for having me on. Oh, man, no. Thanks for reaching out, kid. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for giving me the time, two hours of it. And uh, Hell yeah, let, man. Let me... I, got, I got work to do. You can slow me down, oh, man. man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going on the phone with you all the time. This ain't no top 10 radio show. What's going on? <laughs> nah, I'm just messing with you, cat. Nah, man. You aces with me, son. You heard? No, no doubt. I appreciate that, man. Every time I do that. a project, I'm coming here first. Hey. Hey, trust me, you always have a platform here, man, without a doubt, cool. man, always. So big up, Cool Kim. Go follow this man on Instagram. Go check out demo music, coolkim.com, right? That was the website? Cool Kim UMC. Cool Kim UMC. And go check it out. He's got a cassette that turns into a USB. It's it's, yeah. it's it's bananas. It's on another level. You guys don't even know yet, so go check it out for sure. Yeah, pre-order now. You can pre-order your joints now, so See? go get that. Don't sleep. <laughs> Big up, cool Kim. Thanks for coming through on the Infinite Banter podcast, man. It was an honor and a privilege, and I appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks for having me, fam. Peace, course. everyone. All right, here's that new one from Cool Kim. This is the get down from his new project, Demo Music, on the Infinite Banter podcast. Okay, all praise to Cool Kim Amaze, not plays with the truth. Yeah, huh? Look here, I'm more than the roar. I'm four plus four, laid on the side for sure. That's infinite. I'm different, I captured your interest. You're after the rapture, just trapped in these synthesis. Low key, I'm greatly feared by my peers. They avoid me like the plague, I've been too sick for years. You're in mortal danger. Beware the dark stranger, the mass assassin, the true and living lone ranger. Do or die, see, I too fly. I write my name in graffiti on the clouds in the sky. Top five, if they alive, they won't survive. On track, raw fact, 
Next, deaths arrive, quiet is kept, cars kept close to the vest, gun strapped across the chest, it's no jest, extended clip in case I get pressed, snow did out, burn your whole town to the ground before I get out, burn your whole sound bust it down when I spit out, it's shit out, a luck, what? it basically fucked, the pressure's crushed, y'all ain't diamonds, y'all can turn to dust, I'm tough, I'm tougher than leather, I never run, I'm with whatever, grim reaper, swing a mic, watch your head sever, chill, I'm a chill pill, no oxycodone, kill, Hide your body till your corpse right. In other words, you got a bipolar mic holder. Straight stunner, yeah, but I'm stone cola. A weed head throws the lawnmower. The seed sower and the one that grower. The constricted bower, the gifted, the all-knower. The difference, the flow of the inference is all over. Black clover, my grimoire's a mind blower. Hold up, yeah. Calling me rival, son, it's suicidal. I ain't liable, son, your chances to slip. School camp, no survival if you're up against him. I'm black on black, I'm crime stats, I'm actual facts. I'm a bomb strapped to the back, well time to sack. Look, I'm well orchestrated and I'm well coordinated. And plus, my circumstances seemingly situated. Yeah, uh, they are. Can't sleep, shimmering your sheep, little bo peep. So I creep, freak of the week. I don't come cheap. I reach the mountain top and I leap. I'm Sean Price, nice. I'm the nearer when heist. I'm a hero with the device. What's my aim is precise. You're getting me pissed. Son, I'm getting sick with your lice. On the rumble, we can tumble. I flip the night. I'm telling you this. Clutch fish, you risk your life. I want some fist, little daredevil. It's on sight. Get the gist. This blind man's bluff is not tough. Cause talking big was never enough. Cause this to get down. Yeah. This is Shannon McKenzie, and you're listening to the Infinite Banter Podcast. All right, before we wrap up this episode, have to reveal number eight on my list of top 10 MCs. And before I, I say that number and who that is, just want to clarify, this is my list. I'm not saying this is a list that is the official and everybody's is wrong and I'm right and all that. This is just who I think are the top 10 best. This is These are the ones who move me. These are the ones who have put out the most material that makes me gravitate to what they do every time they put something out. This is just this is just my personal list. So I just want to make sure I get that clear. I'm not trying to say I'm like, you know, I'm the know-it-all, the hip-hop, you know, uh, everything is goes through me and what I'm saying is what it has to be. I'm just, this is just my personal list and this is what it is. So there's going to be, when I get to number one, people are going to be like, there's a few people off of this list. Yeah, because I didn't really like them like you do. But don't take it personal. This is just my personal top 10. So number eight, to me, I can't make this list without one of the all-time great lyricists, Cool G Rap. I mean, when it comes to that gully, grimy, He's just the best, man. Everybody would say that he basically does that reality stuff on another level. Nobody brings it like Cool G Rap. So big up to Cool G Rap. He's definitely in my top 10, of course, as I'm just saying here. And he should be in yours. You know, Ill Street Blues, one of my favorite records of his. Brothers on the Run. So many classics from Cool G Rap. I remember he did a record with Necro some years back. And it was just crazy because these two dudes are on some horror shit. And it's just... It's just crazy. So Cool G Rap, one of the all-time greats, and in my opinion, the number eighth great. And he's in my top 10 of MCs of all time. So I had Ghostface Killer number 10, Red Man was number nine, and Cool G Rap 
is number eight. So I'll reveal number seven on the next episode. Time for you to leave, assholes. All right, Kirk. Kirk's saying it's time to get out of here. So before I go, uh, once again, big up to Cool Kim. I appreciate him coming on the show. Follow him on Instagram, CoolKim underscore NY Oil. Check out his website, CoolKimUMC.com, and get that album demo music. You heard the song here. You heard other stuff he's done in the past. You know this dude's bringing it on the lyric side. Had a ball talking to him. And also before I go, I want to say rest in peace to Sid Haig. He died this week. A lot of you know him as Captain Spaulding from the Rob Zombie movies. He's also known in the 70s. He did a lot of movies with like Pam Greer and such. And he was he was like a heavy back in those movies. He always played like the bad guy. You know, rest in peace to Sid Haig. I used to go to a lot of the Days of the Dead conventions here in the Chicagoland area. And he would always attend them. And he wasn't there last year, and I was kind of worried that something might be happening to him, and obviously he's been in poor health. So uh, unfortunately, Sid Haig has passed away, so rest in peace. And I believe he has a bit part in the new Rob Zombie movie, so just wanted to make sure I did the podcast and, and mention Sid Haig. Sad to see as I'm just about to sign off here. I'm looking on my phone, and I just saw Jimmy Spicer had passed. So rest in peace to Jimmy Spicer, uh, along with Sid Haig from this past week. So uh, that's a tough one, man. I'm going to have to uh, go play that Dollar Bill Y'all song in retrospect for him. So, uh, yeah, rest in peace, Jimmy Spicer. Sad news to see. Longtime legend in the game. So rest in peace. Before I go, like I said, check out that Cool Kim music, coolkimumc.com. And I can't thank him enough for coming on the show. It was, it was just an honor and just so much fun talking to him. Remember, you can find the show everywhere on digital platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Mixcloud, Chartable, CastBox, Blueberry, Stitcher, podcast.com. Go on Twitter at Infinite Banter, Facebook at Infinite Banter, and on Instagram, DJ Soundwave 75. I'm always posting where you can find the podcast. And I'll also be posting where you can find Cool Kim's music. So thanks for checking out the show. It was a long one, but it was so much fun to do. And big up for everybody for checking out the show. So I'll see you guys next time. I'm out.